welcome to Hot Soup. My name is Amanda Skeda. And I'm Salas Skeda. And today we are joined by our good friend Katie. Hi. Say hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. Nice goof. <laughs> uh, Katie, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, sure. I am a, from San Diego. I'm a born and raised native third generation San Diegan. And I am, uh, you know, a cocktail waitress. And then I like hang out. Um, I run a secret ladies Facebook group. You guys aren't invited. And I post okay. a lot of political shit. Cool. I didn't know you ran the Facebook group either. I just knew you were in one. Well, I made it. Oh. oh, how many members you got? Uh, 230. Nice. It's small. It's just number. a local San Diego. So for anybody from San Diego, 230 ladies and they're all talking about you guys. Yeah. They're yes. all thinking that you're jerks. That's right. And you probably are. Because <laughs> you're all garbage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Trash penises everywhere. Trenuses. <laughs> Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> so, so I guess since we were just talking about it, are we gonna do your segment? Oh yeah, yeah. We we got to do the opening segment, huh? Yeah. Uh, look out your window. What's out your window? Look out now. Yeah, it's the sun's still going down. <laughs> Is that all that's got your window? Um, there's scaffolding. There's been <laughs> scaffolding though. You don't know what's out my what's out my window? What's out your window, Sal? It's sunny as fuck. Oh, okay, sick. It's actually hot in here. I'm like starting. I'm starting to get. I'm starting to actually get kind of warm. I got all the windows closed for the first time, trying to I reduce know, you, noise. You, you, you fucking bastard! Like, the fan is just having to do constant noise cancellation. When you, when you came in, that's why everything's. I know you just invited me over to this hot box. Yeah, that's why everything is sealed and there's no ventilation. <laughs> yeah, if it's if it's open, all you hear is like police sirens and like cars just like ri- driving past all of his windows. Mm-hmm. And bums yelling. It makes for great audio content. Mm-hmm. It's visual. It's good visual content. Sometimes I like to sit on my roof and just look out at El Cajon Boulevard and just like see the crazies walk by, mm-hmm. watch car accidents. I saw a three car pileup the other day, like in action or afterwards. Just on the corner. Yeah, I was just sitting there, and like three cars, like three trucks with three really angry bros ran into like ran into each other at the at the U-Haul on the corner of my house. Ooh, did they get all broy and like? Push their chests out. They and got like, all broy. They yeah. all got out. They were yelling. Oh, man. Whose fault was other. it? The angriest one was the one whose fault it was, I noticed. Of course it was. It's usually how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The main reason we got you here, Katie, I'm sure you know, is because of the whole situation going on in City Beat right now. Mm-hmm. So I figured we might as well jump right into it, you know, and talk a little bit about that. Could you tell us about that? Yeah. So uh, City Beat has this columnist uh, who writes a column called Sorted Tales. And he a t- says he's it's a total, satire. He's a total fucking chode, too, by the way. Just <laughs> throwing my opinion in before you get started. Oh, he's fucking ridiculous. We've gotten into it yeah. before. Actually, this is the second time we've gotten into it. But uh, previously, it was about he wrote an article about how tipping wasn't necessary. And like he had all this misinformation about how people don't tip out on their sales. They tip out on their tips. And I was like, well, as someone who's been doing that for a living for 20 years, I tip out on my sales. So fuck you. It's built into the system. It is required. It's not really, you know... Uh, optional anymore was that also supposed to be satire i i do not, I don't know <laughs> he's just a bad writer man he's, he's a not, bad writer. he's a bad writer and his satire is bad like if you have to tell people that satire is satire then i don't think it's good satire oh well like none of his like so, he doesn't cite any sources like he's just like spewing shit out there like he has no idea what he's talking about and he continues to write about things that he has no idea about so Last week, he wrote a column about how dating is harder for men. And I found it very problematic, as did many women 
um, that I had spoken to. And so I commented on his Facebook post about it. And I was like, hey, like you left out, you know, safety, which is like a huge concern for women dating. Like how many dates do men go on where they like tell their best friend where they are? And if we don't call you by a certain time, like call the police because we might be dead. Like that's not a thing dudes do generally. And he got super aggressive in his Facebook defending his post. And then I got real annoyed. And so I wrote a letter to the editor of City Beat, which got published, explaining to him point by point why it was harder and less safe, and also how he was just not citing his sources and being ridiculous. And shout out to City Beat for even posting that, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It was really well written. I, I read it myself. I enjoyed the read. I agree with it. But this guy is just a total weirdo. He just kept popping up on your on your post, like trying to defend his ridiculous claims. And much like any of, like, I, I'm not going to say that he's right wing because I don't know the guy. But yeah, he's like, like he's of, like he's like the 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 diversity higher conservative voice on City Beat. <laughs> I think isn't isn't that the role he's supposedly kind he's kind of supposed to be playing? Yeah, because it's a pretty like it's a it's a pretty liberal. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna say liberal with quotation marks around it, <laughs> like you know publication. But I think I think that guy like they have him on from what I've heard. He's like the. He's the he's the conservative voice, you know. Yeah, I mean, City Beat uh, has a lot of women writers, a lot of women of color writers. Mm-hmm. Like they do a really good job, I feel like, of uh, getting women's voices out there. And uh, then you got Edwin Decker, mm-hmm. <laughs> who, who I guess they just they just have him on there so that so I don't know. I guess they're covering their asses. I don't know who's going after City Beat for being too liberal. You know, I don't know City Beat. I don't know what you're like trying to protect yourself against. You know, you really you yeah. have a very specific reader base and no one really likes that guy. So, <laughs> well, it's just like I was going to say, it's just like most most of these conservative guys, they never have facts or figures. They just spew out opinion. And, and if you if you if you um, point that out, they immediately get defensive, like you just said, and they get loud. And it's either it's either name calling or just reaction memes. You know, that's always the case. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, that's mostly what I was doing, but I started (laughs) by the time it got to that point, I was definitely the one using the memes because he's old and he probably doesn't know how memes work. But yeah, yeah, no, I started out like very, and that was one of the things that pissed me off most is that I started out being like, hey, I'm pointing this out just so you know. And he was like, oh, you're being irrational and like you're being nasty calling my piece. And I like didn't even swear. Like I was like, and I swear like a fucking sailor. Like I was being very like okay, here's what you did wrong. Like, please be more considerate in your, you know, assertions and, like, well, I bet think he, about the I, repercussions. I bet he's heard it, like, a thousand times because it's all true, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he's he writes, he writes a novel, yeah. Like, at first, it wasn't, it wasn't even that big of a deal, you know? She, was, she, just, she just made, like, a comment about how, how some, of his, some of his information was maybe misguided, and the guy just gets all mad and starts to go on a huge tirade. Right, but mm-hmm. then accuses me of being of having a victimhood of mentality and like he wrote me this whole huge comment about how he felt sorry for me because I didn't realize that I was a woman and I had all this power and I was like oh that was what really set me off I think I was like mansplain to me more about how I'm a woman about how powerful it is he wants you to understand the power of your vagina you don't know you don't know how powerful (laughs) your vagina is like it's does it shoot lasers like what am Mm -hmm. I missing he was like he's like he's just like I just wish I just the only thing I need to complete my life is just to hold it every Wants, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let me buy you a drink and talk to you about it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh yeah, and then he tried to buy you a beer. <laughs> no, the worst part is, it's like it's just it's just like a like a comp, like an example of like what what happens with anyone when and when any person in a position of power like has to like and has never checked their privilege is suddenly confronted with it. You know? Yeah. 
Like someone, you can't just like, you can't just empathize and put yourself in someone else's shoes and think like, oh, maybe I was wrong or I have a, I, ha- I just don't have an understanding of this person's perspective. You know, like the, the reaction is that like you just get mad and all of a sudden you need to defend yourself. And it's not about um, seeing, seeing uh, someone else's point of view. It's about showing how your point of view is the right one mm-hmm. because that's your experience. Exactly. I did appreciate all the male support I got on that thread, though. Um, like one of my one of my dude friends who's like an old like he's not older, but he's like older than me, like a white guy said to Edwin Decker, he's like, you're just not used. You're of a generation where you're not used to women pointing out that you're wrong and you don't like it. And that's what's happening here. And I was like, oh, shit, that's totally what's happening. Here. <laughs> For real, though, that's exactly what's happening. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. And shout out to that guy who was like, he's also around Edwin, Edwin's age, too. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. But so he I, knows thank better, you. you know? Thank you, Paul Turkin. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Paul Turkin. Is it Paul Twerkin? Um. <laughs> or the w? I'm not sure. Uh, well, that's good. Shout outs to him. You know, yeah. we're going to have a party and he's invited and he can twerk at our party. But a lot of dudes yeah. stepped up and were like, no, you're being even if you feel this way, like you're not listening and you're being disrespectful and you're minimizing this woman's voice. And that's not cool. Yeah. And I really appreciate all of that. And you're just I talking mean, too much. Like, I feel like if you need to if you need to say if you need to write that much to explain yourself, like, obviously, you're not obviously you, you're in the you wrong. fucked you know? up. Yeah, if you need to write that much, you obviously weren't doing a very good job at expressing yourself in the first place. Mm-hmm. You were so that just goes back to being like you were a, you were a bad writer. Like learn to write better. Oh, my favorite was when Alex Zaragoza, who also works at City Beat, jumped in and she was like, "I wasn't saying anything out of professional courtesy, but." And then she's just fire. Alex is always fire. So she like writes in this thing, and then she's like, "You're embarrassing your colleagues and your paper by like handling this criticism this way, and it's ridiculous." And then Seth. Combs, who's the editor of City Beat, Seth Combs, he just commented what she said. And I was like, oh, that's your boss, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. No, well, people people don't want to see this, you know, with their coworkers. And it's just like, <laughs> it's like, you're not allowed to just be a little uh, a fucking child about these, about these things. You know, you're going to be criticized in your work, especially when you're a public writer. You right. Know? Oh, and his old man friends are jumping in, being all like, her head's going to explode. Like, I'm like, I'm, I saw that. Oh, I was so masked. I'm fine don't make me out to be some hysterical woman it's so gross oh yeah and on the side yeah that was like later on that was later on when they were talking about her on some other facebook page that they thought that she wouldn't be able to see too like these guys are just talking on like each other's pages about katie and they they think they're dming each other or something because they're talking about how she i don't know they're just talking about her like she's not like they, they completely don't expect anyone to be able to see their conversation but it's just out on their page yeah, yeah, he exactly. was like, he's like, I didn't tag her, so you didn't have to deal with that. that and yeah. I, I got on there, I was like, hey, dudes, that's not how Facebook works. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. thought that you had to tag. Yeah, these fools are out here, like, just talking about people, thinking that they're talking in private behind their backs, you know, so you can get, like, a like a real good view of, you know, what goes on between these guys' conversations when they think that no one is reading or listening. Between these uh, salt and pepper dude bros. Right. <laughs> and then I posted screenshots of that because I was like, no, fuck this shit. Because that, the other guy, Eber, who he was talking to is like this like super liberal like he does all this stuff with so say we all and he's like you know a writer and a poet and i was like nah fuck this like no passes everybody's getting called out so i screenshot that and posted it and he was mad about that and i was like you're just mad you got caught locker room talking in public like this is how you feel (laughs) yeah if you don't want it to be shown if you don't want it to show up then don't talk about it yeah or or baby try to learn how to use the dms work you know figure, (laughs) figure out figure out the internet my guy how about that 
Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just just stop being a trash human being. Like, right. there's, it's just like it's just more fake. It's just some, just more like fake liberals too. You know, like yeah, there's so many of them. There's so many. Yeah, fake yeah, yeah. Liberals. You can be so like self righteous and like and and think about. I guess like some people just think about it on such a like such a grand scope. You know, like like racial unity and world peace and everything. But what about just like just just your common interactions with other people? You know, like just just the individual women and people of other cultures that are just in your life. How do you treat them? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like how many? How 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 far? How far do you go to try to empathize with those people, the ones you actually have contact with? Mm-hmm. Most of them don't. Most of them don't go very far at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you, when you're just when you're just when you're a writer. I feel like I feel like a lot of these people are just kind of um serving their own like their own savior syndrome. You know, they just they just kind of want to feel like a savior and like a voice of reason. Mm-hmm. That's usually what it is. You know, they they all have different reasons for it. It's like being like quote unquote woke is kind of trendy right now. Also, you know what I mean. But you can't, like, hide it from... You can't hide the locker room talk when the locker room talk is right there, you know? But then it's also trendy to be against being quote-unquote woke, too. Mm, it depends on what circles you run with, I suppose. You know, they're everywhere. You, people that don't want to be woke are just... I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised at how many how many people I find that are just against the idea of, uh, of wokeness, as it is, you know? <laughs> No, I'm going to stay sleeping, motherfucker. I like to sleep. I mean, I understand. I do like to sleep. Yeah, it's it's very similar to the stigma with feminism, you know, where people are just just have a hard trouble have a hard time saying that they're admitting that they're a feminist or saying they're a feminist or claiming feminism, you know, where it mm-hmm. feels like it's it's it means something something negative to to certain people. Mm-hmm. No, there's plenty of female artists who just straight up refuse to call themselves feminists, you know. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about that? Um, I think women can call themselves whatever they want, first and foremost, but I think it's uh I don't think it's like helpful in any way to like to give the word like this stigma when really all it means is like equality like across the board. Like and it's and it's not just for women, like it you know, feminism fights like toxic masculinity, which is damaging to men as much as as it is women. So it's I think it's just foolish, but you know, whatever. A lot of men refuse to even recognize toxic masculinity though well i mean that's just so easily provable it's a joke (laughs) i mean the thing about toxic masculinity is like it's what's toxic about it yeah it's like it's (laughs) self-denying you know like the more the more you you bring up toxic masculinity like the more it's gone the more the more toxic it gets you know Mm -hmm. exactly it's like it's this idea it's the same idea with with um with um with edwin decker you know you you're pointing out you're pointing out that he's wrong and you're trying to you're trying to gently like or i don't know maybe jokingly Tell him that he's got that he's um, that his point of view is a little skewed, and instead of like trying to understand it and be empathetic, he decides to dig his heels in and just start fighting over it. You know, it's the same with when when you're pointing out someone's um when you're pointing out that some someone's toxic masculinity to them. They're not. No one's gonna be. No one's going to actually um, stop and look inwardly and try to change their behavior. Like most people's reaction is to dig their heels in and try to convince you how they're so how they're actually correct. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever wants to admit they're wrong, even when they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Even when, like, literally all the community is like yelling at you, telling you that you're wrong, <laughs> you know. And that's something I've been trying to do. I like I, I've been trying to, to take pause whenever at, at moments and and really like think about it and and be able to admit I'm wrong when I'm wrong, you know. And it's a difficult thing to do, but I mean, I feel like it's better for um for your social relationships. It's better for yourself at one point. I mean, what's it hurt to admit you're wrong, you know? I feel like you're good at that. I mean, yeah, but I try. You know, it's a struggle. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Sal literally just said he's trying, though. You know, like, yeah, no, you, but I mean, you literally like, have to try. You, I can tell. Like, it's nice. It's nice. But I mean, that I think that's part of toxic masculinity too. Is you can't be wrong. You know, you can't like admit that you're wrong. Like, I feel like women in general, especially amongst ourselves, are much better 
at being like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, did that, like, I, we're just generally more like community, communicative, communicative based. Mm -hmm. So it's easier for us to apologize because we're doing, we're doing it all day, every day anyways Mm -hmm. for everything, (laughs) even when we don't need to. So we're just, just second nature. You got some server stories maybe? No, nobody wants to hear those. Nothing's been coming up. I feel like you've always got something. Something's always happening at work. No. No. I I was at work yesterday, and some uh, one of my older See, regulars. There you go. <laughs> I mean, this isn't like an exciting story, but one of my older regulars told me that he would um, talk to one of his like you know he's like this rich old white dude that plays golf with other rich old white dudes, and he was like, I got hired at Alpha Project, which is like a homeless shelter, and they fired me for complaining about the way that they treated the homeless people. And it turns out they're, like, all related. So the supervisor I complained about was, like, the daughter of the project manager. And she was, like, I mean, like, using sexually degrading women, like, language to describe homeless women, like, to a male security office. Like, it was just so, I was, like, shockingly disgusted. So I complained about Mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff. And he was, like, oh, what happened? Why aren't you, why are you back here? Why aren't you at the homeless shelter? And I was, like, oh, they fired me. And I told him why. And he's, like, well, I'm going to talk to my my friend so-and-so at the golf course and we're gonna he donates a lot of money to alpha project and well so maybe something will come of that Mm, hopefully that's my exciting server story for the week is like rich old white men try to help me fight the fight the assholes that run homeless shelters well a lot of these non-profits are just there's so much profit in them you know what i mean It was so bad, like throwing around the n-word running that shit like a jail it was disgusting really oh it was so bad so bad yeah people were stealing donations like we got the hot takes on alpha project yo oh yeah like, fuck you alpha project <laughs> my dude a bunch of fucking cowards yeah so i couldn't i was so shocked like at the behavior and then also when they fired me i was like wow really you'd rather this is how you're gonna address this yeah you're fired. Katie's Katie's a <laughs> Katie's a, a known goody two shoes just too, so you know. What? <laughs> <laughs> She's a well known goody two shoes. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm just saying, if she was working at Alpha Project, I'm sure she was trying to uphold the highest standards of um, civil. Oh, thank you. Work. I'm you know? like a good work ethic. I'm not like a goody two shoes. But what, but I did tell them when I complained. I was like, look, I didn't leave my job where I work half as many hours and make twice as much money to watch homeless people being degraded. Like that's not what I'm here for. Like clearly, mm-hmm. I'm here because I want things to be better that's all i got for server stories right now (laughs) all right fair enough uh the other post i wanted to talk to you about that looked like got quite a bit of traction i mean all your posts seem to get a bit of traction katie but (laughs) (laughs) the most recent one that i saw at least was the one you posted about um older men dating younger women oh yeah i feel like that's wrong with that good traction did you see the post though? I know. I'm just being. I'm just being the devil advocate too. I'm just trying to rile you up. <laughs> Have you seen that meme where like it's like somebody tweeted and like it's like whenever a dude says I'm just playing devil's advocate and then it's like girl calls up devil like yo is that true and the devil's like no girl no I don't I, I don't know that guy I don't know him <laughs> I don't know him like that I mean I know of him but I don't know I don't him. know him. I mean I know him but I don't know him uh, yeah. Yeah, the post in question, um, it, I actually was surprised that it did not get more pushback from women um, who are have not... Dating older men? Well, yeah, from women who have dated older men and had good experiences or who have not, um, or who are young enough to still be dating much older men without, I don't know. You know, there was a reply from a woman who agreed with you, even though she said that she was in a relationship with a, with a guy that was like 
seven or eight years older than her or something. Well, older than her, but I guess she said she, said she was one of the exceptions. Too, right. But. No, that's the thing is it's not like a blanket Yeah, of course. Statement. Nothing is. But when you're young... Okay, so here's what the post says. Let's just start with that. It's a, it's a retweet from somebody and it says, PSA to girls under 18. There's no reason for an adult man to be romantically or sexually interested in you. It isn't because you're mature. It's because they have enough of an issue that women their own age are refusing to date them. Trust those women and stay away. That's and fucking right, though. That's fucking right, especially to women who are under 18. And I, when my comment on the post said, like, this is pretty much true for anyone who's 10 years. Hold on. Um, hold on. I don't know what that was. It's sorry, so sorry. Fun. I was trying to go on the post, too, and I had a stupid video open on my phone. <laughs> carry, I'm sorry. Carry on. Um, but my commentary on the post was, this is pretty much true for anyone who's 10 years, uh, your senior young women, like, comma, young women. Like, I was specifically speaking to young women. Um, because that's a really common thing is like, we are, you know, ladies are vulnerable and it seems so cool to have an older man interested in you think you must be so special and like, yeah, that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. Like this really like struck me. This really like hit me personally. Cause, uh, both Sal and I come, we come from the same small town. We come from Calexico and it's just like dating underage girls is just like rampant in our hometown. Oh yeah. Like, like it's crazy how yeah. much it happens. Um, I remember um, in high school and junior high, like straight up junior high, you know, like thinking and saying to my friends, like, how much of a loser do you have to be? Not that all of them would be losers, right? I don't know them personally, but they probably are. How much of a loser do you have to be to be like, like over 18 and be dating a junior high school girl or a high school girl, you know? Hell, actually, if you ask mom, she has a story about like, like her and I were talking about. She remembers that I was talking to her about this one time in um, in junior high, too. What was it? Um, just me complaining about like, uh, about like older dudes dating, dating the girls in my dating pool, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was it's part like, of what I was, that's, like, that's what the, the fuck, part of my dude? Like, I said. Yeah. Cause I was like, I had like, just like try to get some girl to go to like a dance with me or something in junior high. And I was like, what the fuck dude? Like she told me she had a boyfriend. It's like some dude that's like, he's like, not, he's like 20 something, you know? Oh. She's like, what's this like 22 year old dude? Like dating, like doing like. I had, like dating the girl that I'm like trying to go to like my fucking like my junior high school or my was, we were we were my junior high school went all, went all the way to ninth grade so we would have been freshmen in uh in high school over here still gross yeah very <laughs> gross like what's this like dude in his 20s doing like dating the girl I'm trying to go to the to the freshman prom with me you know mm -hmm. yeah or freshman social or whatever the hell the dance was called yeah no it's like rampant in Calexico I just I, I don't get it um the excuse I always gave um was so like, all of you colexicans oh, all of you colexican cholos dating girls in high school fuck you yeah yeah pretty much it's just like yeah the excuse i always gave was like oh it's close to mexico and life is faster in mexico and mexicans, mexicans are used to like mexicans from mexico are used to dating much younger women and blah 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 but you know still not right yeah it, it's i mean and again it's not like a blanket rule like some people like you know have like large age gaps and the older you get obviously the less it matters but the thing is is if you're like 18 is such an like somebody pointed out 18 is an arbitrary number that they had to pick to like protect yeah. people but like 22 year olds most 22 year olds are not that much more mature than an 18, than an 18 year, old. year old but we're yeah, not talking about 22 year olds dating 18 year olds either too like, no 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 we're talking about like 22 year olds dating like 35 year olds is what i'm saying like yeah. like if you're a 35 year like i'm 34 and I can't imagine dating a 24-year-old. Like, I can't even, like, most men my own age, I can't even date. Like, but, like, I did, I always dated older men. 
So like my husband was eight years older than me and we started dating when I was 18 and he was 26. And you know what? That was a real bad idea. Yeah, but you could divorce that guy. (laughs) I did divorce that guy because when you're young, you don't, you don't have the experience to like recognize red flags, to like stand up for yourself as much. Like you have like kind of warped like ideas about what you should tolerate. Like it's just not healthy for young women to be dating much, much older men in most cases. Like there's always going to be exceptions, but... The older men also just have more experience in like dealing with these sort of things as well. It's kind of just like an unfair playing ground, like you said, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And these dudes are like, a lot of them are really insecure and they want someone that they can like be the smart so they can like educate this person and they can feel so superior in this relationship and it bolsters their ego to have this woman this young beautiful woman that looks up to them and like hangs on their every word and thinks they're so wise when women their own age are kind of like yeah bro fuck you like or you know or like willing to argue with them yeah yeah, like everyone everyone in their peer group is like is like rolling their eyes at them so they have to go to like a younger a younger peer group where people don't know them so yet and they can and they can so i guess so you can sort of be like the like the big fish in the small pond exactly you know? exactly well it's the it's the it's the same trope of like the college dude hanging out at the um skate park you know what i mean like mm-hmm. <laughs> picking up young girls at the skate park or... is the skate park a place to pick up girls at i'm talking about like <laughs> i mostly just seen i mostly just see shirtless dudes when i at the, when i'm at the skate park uh well, I don't know. I guess I don't spend enough time at a skate park. I walk but, by it. But I mean, this but, is the Chicano Park skate park that I go to also. Like, so who knows? No, no. It's also just like um, Dazed and Confused. That one guy who's like, that's why I like about high school girls. I get older. They say the same age. Is that kind of like attitude? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's just gross. And it, I felt like I knew that there was going to be pushback for sure on that. But I just felt like that was something that needed to be reminded to young women that like it's not like you are special, but like not that's you're not not because of this guy is interested in you and not enough probably that this is like a legitimate like if an older like if you if you like a lot of the women were like oh i pursued my husband or my my boyfriend or whatever and that's fine like if you're out there chasing older dudes and like convincing them to date you and you should have to convince someone who's 10 years older than you to date you then good for you whatever do what you want but if an older man is pursuing you like that should be a red flag just right there Agreed. Good advice for all our female listenership. Of course. Katie, do you play any music? I never asked. I don't. I don't play any instruments. I do. um, I'm in a project with Ed, who's also in Sal's band, Good Time Girl, his solo project. Like I occasionally, he has asked me to sing some songs with him. So we had a show. Yeah, it was good. I was was in attendance. Oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. I did the sound Mm -hmm. for that show, actually. I do a lot of karaoke. That's like my musical outlet. Mm-hmm, yeah, Katie's a known karaoke queen. <laughs> so so far, we know that Katie is a karaoke queen and a goody two shoes. Yeah. If you ever if if you ever want to meet Katie and you're in San Diego, just go to karaoke on any given night. Like there's like there's like a at least a forty five percent chance you'll run into her. That sounds accurate. Mm-hmm. What's your karaoke bar? Um, All of them. So <laughs> All of them. Okay then. What's yeah. your karaoke name? My karaoke name? I don't have one. I think you just always go up as Katie. Yeah. I do go up. Jeremy gave me the special K nickname once, but it's like a little drug heavy on the. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like Because I am a goody two shoes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Katie doesn't do drugs, like, and, and she's saying she's not a goody two shoes. Mm. Katie, what's your karaoke song then? What is the song for Katie? Oh, what's that? Okay, well, see, here's the thing is when you sing karaoke like four or five nights a week, you can't have a song because you get real bored. So uh, Katie has like a 10-page list of songs that she could sing for karaoke. That's true. 
of potential karaoke songs. Will, will you go to karaoke with me last? Al? What song do you think you've heard me sing most? You know, I, it's it's always like it's it's you always do a bunch of different ones to be honest. But I know you like to do "What About Love" a lot. No, I've never done that. <laughs> what about love? Yeah, you've done the "What About Love." I've never done I that song. by heart. No, I can't even. Not by it. heart, but I remember. I guess. I guess my most prominent memory of going doing karaoke with you is like that one. That one What's time love you did got what to do with it. No, you did "What About Love." I don't think I've ever done "What About." Love. You definitely did. <laughs> I what don't about think love. I can you sing definitely it. Definitely did "What About Love." I mean, maybe you even fucked it up. You know, it's on my list to learn. That's how I you know, know I to haven't be fair, done it. When we went to go do it, you were probably drunk. Oh, that's possible. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, I get really drunk, and I think it's going to be a really good idea to sing Sia. It's never a good idea. She's amazing. I also like oh, yeah, Sia. Sia is fantastic. Huh? Rihanna, you've done some Rihanna too, haven't you? Yeah, but the Rihanna's okay. The Sia is just like mm-hmm. way. That's out a whole other. That's a whole other vocal range. Yeah, the Sia. <laughs> the Sia sounds great in my shower, and then I get there and I'm like, Rihanna's a, a Rihanna's a show woman. You know what I mean? Sia is a fucking singer. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Basically, amongst our circle, our friends, Katie is known as White Rihanna. <laughs> uh, okay, that's I'll a good look. It. I'll take it. We call her White Rihanna. Sometimes I just get tired of men, yo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does Rihanna get tired of men? <laughs> that's what she said. Rihanna gets right. tired of men all the time. <laughs> Rihanna be giving the major side eye to dudes every day. I fucking love that. Show. I love Rihanna. Did you see that one with with Drake when like when he tried <laughs> when to kiss was- her? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I didn't see that. Drake tried to kiss her. At an Rihanna. awards show, and she was like, nah. Like, on the cheek or on the lips? I think he went for the lips, and what? she, like, so was... moved. She was like, nope. Yeah, don't just kiss me randomly like that. Did they Were they ever involved with each other? I think they no. were. No, Drake was she... just wild in love with her, you know oh. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Drake just loves Rihanna. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. That's why they haven't been involved, because Rihanna's not the kind of person who'd be, like, interested in a person who's so heavily interested in her, I think. Right, right. Gotta get those unavailable can... men. Yeah, I get, I get that kind of vibe from her. It's just like, you you like me a little bit too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Definitely. That's something that happens in dating, you know? Can't like anybody too much too quickly. Yeah. What you mean? He didn't even go for like the Latin like cheek kiss on the handshake, just straight up lips. Oh yeah, straight for the face. Yeah. I think her face re- face reaction was like a meme for a while yeah. too. Yeah, it was awesome. He's Speaking- lucky he didn't get smacked, man. Some dude came at me and tried to kiss me without like any warning. I would fucking smack the shit out of him. Well, I was about to bring up. Didn't someone try? Didn't didn't you have a? Didn't you have a, an interaction with um with a guy that tried to give you the Latin cheek kiss at a at whistle stop one time? At whistle stop? Yeah, you want to talk about the Latin cheek kiss? I don't know what you're talking. Oh. One of our one of our friends oh, yeah. one of our friends Jen <laughs> was dating the one that. Mexican dude too, and he's like he's the type he was the type of guy that like when he meets a woman like he he'll kiss her on the cheek apparently still you know, like we used to back home in Mexicali, and mm-hmm. um, well you so don't we, actually kiss them on the cheek you kiss them on like the side of the cheek it's like an air kiss it's like an air kiss but I mean depending on how close you are like the lips get closer to the face you know yeah I suppose and I've I've had some people just straight up kiss me on the cheek too plan a big old sloppy wet one on me. I like didn't even remember that until you brought it up just now. Je- well, our friend broke up with her with the guy that she was dating. That was the last time she talked to him because of that. Because of mm-hmm. that, that relationship ended because of the the. Because I wouldn't let him kiss me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's tell a the weird story. reason tell the to story. end. Her. I don't remember the story. Apparently, remember the story? you remember oh, I know, the story. I remember the story. I remember the story. Like, I remember Jen's... what happened, but I don't remember. So Katie the story. is a known goody two shoes, a karaoke mm-hmm. queen, and she a doesn't like being wrecker. kissed by strangers. <laughs> I don't like being kissed by strangers. <laughs> just a huge fucking prude here. Yeah. Okay. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. I respect it. I respect all of it. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess um I guess the story goes that um I guess I'm gonna tell Katie's <laughs> story for story. her. Let me to explain what happened to you. <laughs> Please do. That's, that's, that's how you know it's a good story though. I don't remember. All the best like... stories are told are told by other people. About other all people. Like, yeah. So I guess Katie was hanging out at the whistle stop one time. Maybe that's because like our friend is very sh- is very chatty. Actually, well, I'm talking about Jen too, who's probably gonna listen to this. So shout shout outs to Jen. Hey, Let's Jen. just get that out of the way. Love you. So Love you Jen, too, Jen. Yeah, Jen was dating a guy. I don't know who you are. And um, when he met Katie, I guess he. Um, he asked if he actually asked for permission like can I can I kiss your cheek upon which is already weird you know like like may I give you my cultural greeting I don't know but Katie actually declined and the guy apparently got really mad and an argument ensued between Katie and him no well sort of between Katie and him and then later on he was still upset about it and he was talking about it to our friend and she was bothered by it too and actually she just she just stopped dating him at that point because he was just very insulted and angry that like Katie didn't allow him to uh to kiss her cheek upon meeting. What a total worm! <laughs> right? <laughs> Respect my fucking shit, dog. Like, <laughs> if I don't want you to like, if I don't want to even touch you, I don't even have to shake your hand, my guy. It's weird to ask and then be upset when I say no. Yeah, like, why did you ask that? Like, That's it's what nice I was, yeah. that you asked, but then you don't get to be upset when like, I'm like, why nah, didn't you just I'm fucking good. do it then? You know, right? Well, that's dangerous. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, if you're just gonna, if you're just gonna ask and get mad, right. people say no. If you're just like, gonna get all butthurt about it, anyway. Why don't you just be a fucking asshole and just fucking kiss? Why don't you just like shove your tongue down my throat? Then you know. Well, good on Jen because that's clearly like a red flag of entitlement to women's bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's problematic as fuck. Right. For real. That's funny. I didn't. Well, whoops. Or yay, I guess. I don't or know. yay. <laughs> oh, she's doing. I would fine, say I'm yay. Sure. Yeah, Jen's fine. Is she out here. <laughs> Is there anything you want to talk about specifically, Katie? Um, I I have some I have some nonsense to talk about. Some oh yeah, yeah. Nonsense. Katie has some Yakubian nonsense she wanted to share. Yeah. Can okay. We talk about Sounds it? fabulous. That's my favorite kind of nonsense. <laughs> did you, okay. Did, to talk about. To did, talk about. Did you guys see oh, to talk that video of I named him Jesus Jimmy in Uganda? Oh yeah, I saw that video. Assaulting hotel workers. Talking about yeah yeah I, ta- I I saw that fucking sack of shit. Holy I'll send you a link. So Jesus, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, he's over there talking about. And I think at one point he even says he's like he's like look in the face of Jesus and he's like gesturing to himself. And he, it's so fucking crazy. This old white dude, he's like supposedly a missionary. He keeps claiming he's a missionary, and then he's also a, a former marine. And, of course, huh? I said, of, said course. of course. Oh, but he's like 65 years old and he's literally hitting these hotel workers who are so patient. I don't even know how they are. He's hitting them? He's literally hitting them. Mm, we're like about to watch punching, this punching this dude in the it. face. And the dude's mostly blocking him because he's clearly like very drunk. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. And then he's like mm-hmm. talking about like the guy was like, just calm down. He's like, you don't tell me what to do. I tell you what to do. And you're just like, oh shit, man. He's yeah, using yeah, the yeah. N word all over the place. It's disgusting. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Like, that's like the first, the first thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing that happens. An American missionary attacking a hotel clerk in Uganda. Just making America look really great. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. Just really representing our country perfectly. Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess he is, actually. Fuck it. Yeah, right. He's just out there all all upset that people aren't respecting his Jesus enough, you know? Dude, but like throwing punches. Yeah, like he's, I said, he's, he's called, he called like, him a bitch and a whore. What, what kind of language is that for a missionary? A bitch, a whore, and the N word. <laughs> That's what, yeah. That's yeah. a guy too. It's like he's he's punch. He's fighting another man too, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is the most patient man in the world, dude. That's, 
at very least the most patient man in Uganda. Like <laughs> he just knows he just knows what's gonna happen. He just knows it's not gonna go well for him if he puts a finger on a white man, even in Uganda, you know? Oh, that's totally yeah. true. I was reading the Twitter comments um on this video and a lot of Ugandans were commenting because this guy got arrested. Yeah, and, I was about uh, to send that link now. As he should have, I'm glad. Right. He got arrested. But the on the, the there was a Twitter video and then a bunch of Ugandans were commenting and they were like, oh, he gets to ride in the front seat. Oh, like he, they're treating him all nice. They're offering him drinks and stuff. Like they don't treat Ugandans like that. Oh, like, after it's he got still, arrested? Yeah, it's still because he's like like a white American dude. People were mad about mm-hmm. it. Well, Americans just get treated so much like um, better in other countries than other foreigners. You know what I mean? Even here in Germany, I can I can claim to say that like I am treated much better than other immigrants as an American. Really? Um, really? They don't see you as a Mexican immigrant? No, they see me as an American. And they like Mexicans. But um, even as like uh, in the immigration, the actual legal immigration process, uh, I have a friend that's actually a Mexican citizen and I'm an American citizen. Um, I can I can stay in Germany for three years uh, and as, with a residential visa. And then I got to take my A1 German test um, after three years. And then I can, after I get that, I can have my residency forever. And after that, I can also um, apply for citizenship. For him, he only has like part of a year before he has to take his A1 German test. For Mech, for, because he's a Mexican immigrant? That's the only. That's how can you say they like reason. Mexicans then? That doesn't sound like they like them very well, much if that's the. I'm talking, I was talking about the people, not about ah. the, the immigration process because. Uh, we were kind of hopping around there for a second. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the immigration process, like that, I'm treated much better. Um, and even like as a, as walking around, like, because people ask me, where are you from? I say, I'm from California. And then they're like, oh, but like, where are you from? Right. Um, <laughs> I, mean, like, I, mean, where, I mean, where's your family from? California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, I'm Mexican, bro. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. And either way, like, no matter which which option I present them, they're 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 totally fine <laughs> with like me being Mexican or me being um, American. You know what I mean? In fact, I feel like most regular German citizens um, like Mexicans more than they like American citizens. But I could definitely say that if I was arrested, I would be throwing out I'm an American all over the place. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. No, an American Take, passport will save your ass. Yeah. Call me. Call call the fucking embassy. Call the fucking embassy. You know, that's what I, I would be saying all this stuff if like if uh, if I got arrested. But, you know, I'm not trying to get arrested. An American passport will save your ass almost anywhere except North Korea, you know, because apparently remember that one guy, Otto, whoever, who got arrested yeah, who for decided us. To, who decided to just like uh, as much white privilege as possible and like literally steal. <laughs> from like a government that you like, know what at first i was laughing at that guy and i kind of hated him but like at this point it's been three years now i'm starting to feel kind of bad for that guy it took oh, three I mean, years but now i'm just like i'm like all right just let I him go always, already i always felt bad i mean they did let him go but he died i always felt bad for the oh, guy they let him go i thought he was i heard he was still in jail i heard he was no, still no. in the prison the camp. kid the kid who stole the the propaganda yeah he was in the yeah, prison yeah, no, camp he, got like let, three... he, he, he got let go like that same year um, with like a, some kind of a an illness, like people think that he got a, some kind of a concussion or like just malnourishment and disease, and he died like later on uh, in an American hospital. Um, he he got released and and then died in 2017. Yes, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I didn't feel I I I mean I felt bad because it's a shitty situation, but I didn't feel bad because of the consequences. I guess I don't know why, how I'm trying to say it, but it's just like. My guy, what the fuck are you doing stealing from North Korea? You know what I mean? Like, 
Well, and it was actually it was a uh, he was he he went on he he got there through a through a travel agency for rich people that want to go to countries that you probably shouldn't go. Like this was a travel agency. <laughs> it was dedicated to dangerous travel. That's a thing. Yes, it's extra expensive. You can pay more money to go to countries that normal people don't want to fucking go to, I guess. And and yeah. you can steal a poster and go to and die in a North Korean prison camp. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just completely illogical and completely like you can't Maybe, feel probably bad took for a private jet over there. I don't know, you can't feel bad for every idiot on the internet, you know? It's just like it's like this guy literally asked for for this punishment, you know? Like North, you shouldn't be playing around in North Korea. The worst thing is that he didn't ask for the punishment, but he was just so blinded by his own privilege and um and wealth that he thought he could fuck around in North Korea and get away with it. The way he probably has fucked around like everywhere he's been in his entire life and gotten away with it. I mean, I, I remember getting into a morality slash um, empathy argument about this on the internet with like another older white guy. And, and then he was like, he could die and like blah, blah, blah. And I just like, people die every day, fam. You know what I mean? Like that oh, was yeah, my response. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like as a Mexican, as a person of color, like I, I'm sure like any any black person or other person of color would like say the same thing as like we're out here dying every day. Like we don't have time to necessarily feel bad over a privileged white guy who like stole from like an aggressive country. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, doing stupid shit. You know, one less garbage person on the planet is like is fine because we got we got enough of those as it is, you know? But he was probably yeah. a garbage person. Oh, like, he was he made, definitely he a garbage clearly person. Clearly made garbage decisions and was a super rich white guy. And so like the, all the evidence we have supports that we don't need him around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But moving back to this uh, missionary, I guess, I suppose... Ugh. Fuck this guy. <laughs> this guy can go fuck himself. Oh my god. Yeah, but Mama yeah, Will. and and then he, this Mama Will right here, he um, he got arrested, but like you said, he was treated like in the nicest way possible. Um, because like I said again, it's just like being an American and being a white guy, you just afforded extra privileges. Um, and when I got my citizen, my my residency, actually, my my social worker or whatever you need to call her said like he's pretty much a German citizen with his American citizenship. Like he doesn't have to worry about anything. Also, so, I mean, up until now, I don't know what Trump's doing with our um, allies and and stuff like that. Obviously, he's not doing anything good. But up until now, we had some pretty good privileges as Americans, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was gonna ask you about that. Like, people are still like happy that you're American because I feel like. I feel like we're over here, like, letting Nazis march in the streets and calling good people and, like, are very fine people or whatever he said. And, like, how do the Germans feel about that? Yeah. Like, how, what do the Germans, how do the, do the Germans, how do the Germans feel about, like, do, what do every, they think about American support of Trump in general? Like, do they think that every, we're all like that? Every German has, is absolutely hateful of Trump. Every German agrees that he's a fucking idiot. Um, but, I mean, every German I've talked to has talked to me. And like they understand that I'm not a I'm not a racist I'm not an idiot and in fact I'm a Mexican and I call myself a Trump refugee you know what I mean like a Trump refugee um, yeah Can exactly you say Trump refugee so, I could say that um, but also like America in general around the world for most people um, is still kind of seen with rose colored glasses. Um, people really like america dude people want to come and live in america even with this strange rhetoric you know because a lot of people don't know how bad it is right now you know or in how bad it has been like i'm constantly having to teach germans about our health health care system our maternity leave um our education system i'm constantly having to educate people and they don't know any of these facts you know interesting 
um, they just know New York and LA and it's just like, oh, it's so cool. And that's where fashion comes from. And it's just, it's, it's no knowledge. It's, I mean, much like a regular American who doesn't really know anything about other places, like regular Europeans. Like me, me prime example a little bit. Yeah. Like, like regular people don't really like keep track of these sort of things and they just know what they know. And what you know about America is like fashion and new york and movies and la and the beach and like so what do they think about this new are they are they getting a glimpse at like the quote-unquote real america or you know like all like are they are they are they seeing more about like the other side of america now that trump is president and like his rallies are getting um exposure if anything they're just way more confused they're just like how the fuck is this happening you know what i mean because ah, they don't have the context yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly and then i have to explain it to them and i have to break it down and then I, not only that i have to break down the electoral college and like there's a lot they don't of, know like, about they, that either no, of course it's not. Ridiculous. Why would they? You know what I mean? Nobody... Like, <laughs> I just assume that like the, the the German people are just much more educated. I feel like the education system is better so that they would know about how our political system runs. But that's probably just me being ignorant too, you know? That's you just being American. See, well, here I am um... saying I'm wrong, you know? I was wrong. <laughs> well, they're educated enough they know how their political system runs, true, unlike true, Americans. True. I feel like, I, feel yeah. like I, I always thought that maybe like the common European has a better grasp on at least like global geography. Then perhaps no, the, I mean the, the layman. But... The layman is the layman, no matter where you're at, man. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, that yeah. you find. I mean, there are more educated people, I think. But by the end of the day, most people are just so worried about their own lives that they don't really have time to like deal with these sort of things. You know. True that. Yeah, you gotta feed these kids and pay these bills. Exactly. Goddamn um, kids. All my kids and bills. All my kids and bills. All my kids and bills. Hey. And I'm also, like, I'm in East Germany. What do you know about East Germany, Katie? Do you know anything about that? No, I was also educated in America. I know literally nothing about anything. Katie's very, very uneducated. She's yeah, I dropped so, out of high school at 15. Well, I didn't drop. I mean, I stopped going person. at 15. So my, my basic <laughs> understanding of a lot of it, like, I'm very well read on some subjects, but then there's a lot of stuff I missed also. <laughs> so the you know the, you know the Berlin Wall then, right? Yes, yeah. So Germany was divided into two countries. Um... For like 40 years or something. It, it opened... The construction of the wall was in 1961. And it, it, it fell in 1989. Right? I'll let you do the math. Um, but that whole time, Germany was two different countries. And they had the Berlin Wall. And I live in East Germany. Um, which was on the... the it's a side run by Soviet Russia. Right? Um, over here, they're very, very much aware of how walls don't fucking work you know what i mean like i've had many a conversation with germans about like so what do you think about that wall and it's just like and then i tell them how stupid it is and then literally all of them start talking about like yeah walls don't fucking work like that's the stupidest no, thing walls I've ever are heard dumb that's life. like the for one that's like the dumbest technology there is is, <laughs> is the wall you know it's like it's a wall yeah. not, not dumbest it's like one of the oldest technologies there is you know just building it didn't work for china like it didn't work for fucking Berlin. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't fucking work. People have ladders and people are going to go where they want to fucking go. Didn't, did it work for China? It didn't work for no. China. No, Mongols no. don't um, Yeah, that's... Uh, that's. I remember when the Berlin Wall came down. Like, I remember watching it on TV when I was, like, five. What? Because yeah. I'm old. Germ- <laughs> Germans, Germans know walls and Germans don't like them because they're very much aware of what happens when you have a wall. You know? like. But, yeah, going back to, like, the layman, right? A lot of people... I mean, a lot of Americans also, this this is universal, right? People don't know how immigration works, you know? Um, I have to, exp- like, 
Germans and a lot of Europeans in general think they can just like move to another country because they live in the EU and they're used to that, right? But like Americans also think that you can just move to another country that wherever you want. There's but they don't know about the whole process of immigration, you know. So it's just it's just the same thing. It's just a lot of layman's. I I feel like most Europeans are pretty understanding. Obviously, there's the internet Europeans, which must like internet Americans uh, tend to be like assholes, right? But I feel like <laughs> most trolls. Most... You're saying there's trolls in Europe. <laughs> Yeah, there's trolls all over the world. In fact, I think they. Came I feel from like trolls Europe. come from Europe. Yeah, <laughs> that season of South Park. Well, they got all those cool yeah. bridges over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, prime, prime, prime <laughs> habitats for trolls. Very, they draw the trolls with all the bridges. <laughs> um, beautiful bridges, beautiful bridges, and mm-hmm. prime German. troll bridges. Um, but yeah, like I feel like the layman both um, might not know about the political situation, but they also. Uh, for the most part, the regular European, the regular American is not a fucking psychopath that you run into on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, we have we we have such like we have such little contact with real people. You know, we're we're like we're we're so much more connected, but this also leads to us being disconnected. Uh, Mind blowing statement, right there. Ah, you know? uh, sorry, I thought I was being intelligent. My bad. <laughs> my, my mistake, bro. Um, so with that, I guess, um, your all this connect is leading to a disconnect. <laughs> I, would, I did not, I did not say that. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> that's me saying it. That's me being woke right now. Uh, I feel like that's old people woke. This woke Sal. Old, old woke Sal. Yeah, I feel like that's a, it's like all these people are looking down at their cell phones instead of having a conversation at the dinner table. All these people are looking down at their cell phones instead of looking up at me, looking down at them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, guy. Um, <laughs> we're the, we're more connected than we've ever been. Case in point, this fucking podcast. Black Mirror. Uh, <laughs> let's move forward, I suppose. You want to talk about uh, the tacos? Because you want to talk about the tacos. We might. That's we, exactly we're what just I was gonna going to have to talk about it now. Yeah, I figured uh, we're just going to uh, do that pretty much. Katie's had a few um, tacos, too, in her life. Yeah, Katie's from San Diego. She... She the home of tacos, tacos, apparently, where tacos were <laughs> yeah. invented, you know, by by a blue-eyed, blonde-haired um, chef in San Diego, California. Yeah, yeah. His, his name perfect... is Chaz. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Chaz. <laughs> chef Chaz. <laughs> chef Chaz with his puka shell necklace. Uh, he yeah, also made the Baja tacos. I lived in Mexico when I was little. I, like, ate some really good fucking tacos. You, ate, you lived in Mexico when you were yeah. little? I didn't know that. So here's a, the biggest fuck you I've had in pretty much a long, long time. I, I don't think I felt this personally attacked <laughs> i feel i feel it, it definitely i definitely had a very visceral reaction when i like when I, I wanted this I, I wanted i wish i could have been there when when he said it so that i could have like i feel like talked. all mexico wishes it could have been there like all mexico and all mexicans just like just want to tell you to suck our collective dicks from our collective backs like there guys. was there was at one point <laughs> where we were just all walking around and like the hair on the back of our collective neck stood up even before we knew what was going on you know <laughs> Exactly. It was like my taco sense is tingling. There's been a disturbance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like as if I, I feel I felt like as if I felt as if I as if a thousand voices like you know like shouted out and then were suddenly silenced. Yeah. So a big giant fuck you to Tucker Carlson. Um, if I ever see you on the street, I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. Uh, it's on. It's on sight. Uh, the light is green. Go fuck yourself five times. Uh, I hope you die uh, a slow and painful death. We should uh, probably like let's clear up what why why are we mad at Tucker Carlson? 
Well, I just wanted to lead up with that. But Tucker yeah. Carlson had the audacity to say that tacos are American food, which I guess if you're focusing on semantics, yes, it is because Mexico is part of the American continent. But this is not what this Yakub was talking about. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you know what? If he had listened to uh, to our Soup Boys episode two or three, which is the one where we talked about a uh, Mexican tortilla soup. I'm not sure, but. You can. It's, it's you go back and listen soup. to the Mexican tortilla soup episode. I talked about um about the the Aztecs making tortillas um thousands of years ago. So, mm-hmm. so Tucker some... Carlson, how come you're not listening to my podcast? <laughs> yeah, you stupid fucking sack of shit. Obviously how about you listen to some good? <laughs> but yeah, he had the audacity to say. Um, so what what originally happened was Attorney General Jeff Sessions, who is also a wild dickhead who can go fuck himself. Amen. Uh, he's got a hardline stance on immigration. And he's already caused a lot of damage to, like, Mexican communities. He decided to patronize two Mexican restaurants, specifically La Mexicana and El Tiempo Cantina. Uh, these races they- love Mexican food, man. I mean, yeah, to be fair, yeah. everybody loves Mexican food. Yeah, yeah. Like, like these, these, these races, like, they, they fucking <laughs> love eating at ethnic restaurants, though. Like, what is it about? Like, why, why aren't they all eating at diners is what I don't get. Yeah, exactly. Because they have no culture. Or honestly, um, why are you even eating anywhere? Because you know who the fuck is making all your food? All your food at every restaurant you eat in, regardless of its ethnicity, it's probably Mexicans. But, like, the mm-hmm. audacity of actually going to a Mexican mm-hmm. restaurant. Like, Postmates that shit. Be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> we're know? cooking all your food, <laughs> just so you know. Just, yeah. so, just so anyone anyone listening out there knows. Like, we're, we, we out here cooking all your food. eating in American kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, we're kneading all your doughs and flipping all your eggs. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't even want us to swim in your pool, but we're out here cooking your food. So yeah, it's all Latinos and a white boy they call Will. Well. That's it. <laughs> exactly. As a as a server for the last twenty years, I can verify mm-hmm. that. To yep, be accurate. Yep, yep. But with El Tiempo Cantina, uh, El Tiempo Cantina received like a barrage of negative comments after saying it was an honor to serve sessions. So El Tiempo Cantina said it was an honor to serve this racist, pretty much. So he, and they got like a whole bunch of negative comments. Uh, so Fox News. Host Tucker Carlson invited Mexican Univision anchor Enrique Acevedo to discuss the backlash. Um, the ace god. All, yeah, but all of this was... All, all he succeeded in was trying to whitewash tacos. Pretty much, he was just gaslighting and, you know, putting up straw men all over the fucking place. Just making himself uh, look like an idiot, too. Because just like anyone that knows about food history knows that tacos are like it's the most mexican dish that there is that's like that's mexican culture on a plate yeah well what happened was that like univision reported on the fact that like um this cantina was getting like a whole bunch of negative comments and then tucker uh even just saying his name disgusts me and fucking tucker decided to invite uh univision reporter over and what he was trying to say was like he, w- he was trying to say that univision is making it so that if you quote unquote step out of the herd you're supposed to attack the person right because this person posted the uh honor to serve this person and a lot of latinos were saying fuck this person right yeah our this problem is-, is more with like jeff sessions eating at mexican restaurants really even before it's it's the it's with the mexican restaurant yeah but at the end it kind of just devolved into like this thing about tacos um what the Univision anchor said was I think what people are pointing out, the contradiction is it's what Katie said, the contradiction of attacking someone's culture and then celebrating their food. Uh that's what Acevedo said. And then Tucker said, What do you mean their foods? It's an American food, Carlson replied. What do you think? You own tacos now or something? <laughs> <laughs> and then Tucker literally said, You're not going to appropriate my culture. I'm from San Diego, man. 
Those are my tacos. Uh, Get the fuck out of here. Uh, and then exactly. Did 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 um have a reply after that, or did they just cut him off? Did he get to say something? Uh, let me double check. I think it was just kind of cut off at the end, pretty much there. Yeah, yeah. He got to he, Tucker Carlson got to do his like his little mic drop saying that tacos are American food, and then a bunch, and now we got a bunch of ignorant rednecks all over the United States believing it too. Right. Exactly. Right. Now now there's going to be a whole bunch of other people who are going to say tacos are American. You know what I mean? Um, my favorite comment that I saw was by uh, Chris Conroy at DYFL on Twitter. Uh, he wrote, look, I know going after the bad takes is bad. I know this. But someone just told me that because Tucker Carlson is from San Diego, he thinks Mexicans appropriated tacos. Bitch, white people appropriated San Diego. <laughs> That's probably my favorite tweet yeah. in this situation. I mean, San Diego yeah. hasn't even been a part of the United States for that long, or, or California even in general. You know, it's, like, it's one of the last states that was added. Yeah, exactly. It's just the whole situation is so completely outlandish. And it's like you said, Sa, taco is like a representation of Mexican food, you know, like... You know, I was working with a, I was working with a Mexican chef one time at the taco shop, and... Um, and he, he told me to take pride in my work because I was representing my culture on a plate. And I like, I rolled my eyes at him and told him to fuck off, to, to fuck right off, you know, but, but I, but you know, that's, that's how he felt about it too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like to even think that like, like, it's like you said, Sal, like if you listen to our podcast, Soup Boys, and you, and, uh, you, you listen to Tortilla Soup, you, you would know that tortillas is not an, um, corn tortillas are not an easy fucking thing to make, you know? There's a lot of science behind that in Mexico. Mesoamerica has been doing that for fucking ever, pretty much, you know? Mm-hmm. But I bet Tucker Carlson thinks that aliens taught the Aztecs to make tortillas. And those were and they were white aliens. Yeah, they were white aliens. That founded the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For for everybody out there, tacos are Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know who told you differently. Um, but if you don't agree with me, you can fight me. Um, I'll gladly, I'll gladly line all of you up and backhand you individually. Yeah, yeah. And you know, if you don't agree that tacos are Mexican food, you can send uh, a self-addressed envelope to me, you know, at, um, at 666-FUCK-YOU-LANE, San Diego, California, 92166. And I'll, and I'll send you back a, a spring-loaded boxing glove mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you can open up. 562, suck my dick from the back. Uh, at youracuntlane.com, <laughs> whichever ones of these you can mail it, you can you can you can send a, a pre-posted a post to get your punch gram to get your free spring-loaded yeah, yeah, boxing glove yeah. in an envelope. You know the thing about that too is American tacos are fucking terrible. Like look at Taco Bell. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like that is an American taco, and it's garbage. It's like three in the morning. I'm wasted. Taco but Bell, it's though. not Mexican food. No one, no one's like, I want Mexican food. I'm gonna go to Taco Bell. People are like, I want Taco Bell. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, yeah, it's its own thing. You know, it's you, its own thing. You know what? Some shitty tacos I fuck with. Sometimes I, sometimes I fucks with the chicken tacos from Del Taco. Mm-hmm. And also, did you know that Mexicans love Taco Bell? That's. Sad. I don't. A lot of Mexicans from no, like a lot of Mexicans like from TJ that I've met, they really like they fuck with Taco Bell heavy for some reason. <laughs> mm. I watched a video online, one of those videos of like, like it was like Mexicans try American Mexican food. I also saw Did that video too. That? Yeah, yeah. It and was I like, saw it was like all these abuelas trying uh-huh, uh-huh. Like Mexican, trying like American. They were like, "What is this?" Yeah, but yeah, like so, one of them really was into it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like every once in a while, you meet them, but like the Mexicans that I know that like Taco Bell <laughs> definitely don't say it's Mexican food. They're like, it's an American thing that like I I eat when I'm over here, but it's definitely 
definitely not Mexican yeah. food, you know? <laughs> so um, I wanted to touch on what Katie had said about burritos not being Mexican. Oh, yeah. Um, Katie mentioned I've that had off, this, off air. I've had this um, argument with many people before who like to claim burritos as American. Burritos are also Mexican food. Um, they might not predate uh, as far back as tacos, but they're still Mexicans. Um, the precise origins of modern burritos is not known. Some speculate that like the vaqueros, you know, the cowboys of northern Mexico in the 19th century, uh, they kind of started what is known as a burrito. Uh, a lot of people think that it might be more akin to a taco. but And even if um, it wasn't made in Mexico, it's it was made by a Mexican in the United States. So it's, it's as Mexican as any Chicano out there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to clarify that I was saying that at least there's like some discussion about that. Like he should have gone for that versus tacos. That's not, I wasn't or, saying that I agree with that. I was just saying that at least there's like, there's yeah, a discussion happening about that. The tacos are like way over here, like on the other side. Yeah, it's yeah. California Mexican food, definitely. But it will also just be, it's also like all this Mexican food was invented by Mexicans in California. It's made by Mexican immigrants who, to be fair, like people like Tucker Carlson have a bigger problem with than Mexicans that just stay in Mexico too. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so an uh, often repeated piece of folk history is the story of a man named Juan Mendez. He sold tacos as a street vendor in the Bella Vista neighborhood of Ciudad Juarez during the Mexican Revolution uh, while using a donkey as a transport for himself and his food to keep Whoa. the food warm. Mendez wrapped it in a large tablecloth as the food of the burrito, i.e. food of the little donkey, grew in popularity. Burrito was eventually adopted as the name of these larger tacos. Well, that's like the cutest uh, story ever. It's pretty cute, right? <laughs> I'm glad you brought up vending burritos because actually this, this brings up a story I wanted. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to fit this in, but since we're already talking about it, I sent you a link. Okay. You want to look at this? This is It's a Mexican news story. I don't, I don't know how it got into my feed, but I just found it. It's a kid named Gerardo Muillo. And he delivers um he delivers burritos on a Mexican college campus. Tight. On his bike. And he actually he created an app and this kid's just cleaning up, like oh, selling taking burritos to students. Dude. Yeah, he's brilliant. And he plays guitar. He plays guitar, yeah. You're seeing it? Yeah, yeah, he's in a band. <laughs> yeah, he's kinda dreamy. He's in Coldplay? Um, oh, you know, he's kinda like me. Like I sell tamales. <laughs> I sell tamales around the city and play in a van. This guy this guy's in Mexico and he sells burritos. Oh, he's like little you. On his bike, yeah. yeah, he's like a young version he of me. Except he, he doesn't cook them himself, but he does deliver them. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. And he's El Niño de los Burritos, which... Um, tu, tu eres el vato loco de los tamales. We're actually, like, <laughs> Julian said we're the masa men, since you and I are the soup boys. Julian and I oh, are the masa Oh, we're the masa men. men. Julian would drop some knowledge like that. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, and he created his own app, too. So this kid created an app that people download, and they find out when he's got burritos and what kind of burritos <laughs> he has available. And they Fuck order yeah. them, and he rolls up on you on his bike. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, El Niño de los Burritos, that can be, like, it could be the child of the burritos, but it's probably more closely, it's probably, he probably means, like, the boy, the burrito boy is kind of yeah. like the, roughly translates to the burrito boy. <laughs> yeah, the burrito boy. He's like, call Massa the burrito man. boy. <laughs> it's adorable. Yeah. No, it's good. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's this got kid's a genius. Oh, entrepreneur. Shout out to him. What was his name again? Shout out to Gerardo. Yeah. Tucker, Gerardo Tucker, Murillo. Tucker would hate this kid. You want a funny, you want a fun, um, we might even be related to this guy distantly, like fun, fun soup boys fact. Our, our lost last name is actually Murillo. Did you know that, Manny? I didn't. We're actually, yeah, we're actually our, our grandmother's 
maiden name on our dad's side was Muillo. Okay. And we don't know much of our dad's family history, yeah, do so we? So we're part Muillo. I mean, that explains how you guys came up with like the same idea. Over here. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a Muillo bloodline. Yeah. So it'd be Salvador, Manuel, Esqueda. Miguel is Muillo. Miguel is Murillo. Well, actually, our dad was Salvador Esqueda Muillo. Okay. Yeah. So it's not totally lost then. It's just like... Um, but then we're with the Estrada girl. You know, do you put the Murillo before the Estrada? Because our grandmother's maiden name was Estrada on our mom's side. Yeah, you put Murillo Estrada. Mm-hmm. Salvador Manuel Esqueda Mireles. Let's just find Murillo a way to make my name Estrada. longer than it already is. That entrepreneurial yeah. spirit, man. You got it. Manny's got his. You know, Gerardo's got it. Pins. Yeah. The got on, it. It's the only way to get out of poverty, man. The only way to get out of poverty is to start your own fucking The only business, way of being you know? a wage slave is entrepreneurship. Pretty much. Or just, you know, revolting and taking back the means of production and redistributing wealth. That's another way yeah, to get but, out of poverty, too, you know? Yeah, but entrepreneurship is faster. And slaughtering the pigs <laughs> and hoisting their heads on spikes over the pot so the populace can see it. I'm a big fan of that. Eat point. the rich. <laughs> Eat the rich. Uh, yeah. Shout out to this kid, man. This kid is crushing it with his burritos. Yep. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember that other guy? There was a while. There was a story in the in the in the news a while ago about the paleteo that figured out um that figured out Venmo and he was selling um he was selling oh yeah on college campus. <laughs> Yo, this shit's wild. Like the fact that like um a lot of these guys just don't know things like Venmo or like Square Ca- Square Pay. You know what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. And it's just like and finding out about it just like boom like puts you right at the forefront of business and whatnot. It's the same thing that's going on with like um Uber and versus taxi or like Oh man, we're going to get all these sponsorships. Venmo Square, <laughs> Uber, like hit us up. We got no. We got a well, listenership you, of roughly 20 people. Mhm. Well, when but, you um when you just advanced your technology and improve business and improve your business, you're just going to make more money. It's obvious, right? You know, that's much, just how yeah. it works. Make it easier for people to get paletas. <laughs> Everyone doesn't carry paper cash anymore. I barely do. Like yesterday, though, we I, I yesterday we get a lot of cash sales. Though one of the one of the spots where I sell my tamales here in San Diego is in front of the Cherry Bomb Thursdays through Saturdays. Shout out to Cherry Bomb. Shout four out to Cherry pours. Bomb. Mm-hmm. Four ounce pour. The bar with the the straight bar with the gay pour, as I like to call it. Hell yeah! It's a cash bar, and we we get we just, deal, we just deal with all cash over there. That's, That's nice. good. Yeah, you fuck just get you, the Uncle right change. Sam. Actually, I didn't say that. Bleep that out. <laughs> fuck what? I don't know what you said. I don't know what you want me to bleep out. <laughs> I said, fuck you, Uncle Sam. Because we don't report all that cash. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't think you have think... to if it's less than, like, a certain <coughs> amount. Yeah, you don't if to... it's... Oh, you don't? I think if it's less than, like, um, 500 or something like that. 500, but what? A day? A week? A year? I've, I've, made, I've made more than $500 in my... You know? oh, I don't know then. I don't know. You'd have to check because <laughs> I don't. Re- I don't report most of my stuff either. Um, you'd have to check with someone that's a, a better businessman than I. Welcome to business <laughs> talk with some man. Yeah, don't report your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next topic. <laughs> taxes. Don't do them. Claim your friend's children. <laughs> Tax soup. So, Katie, you want to talk about some fucked up police shit? Yeah, man. This week in San Diego in Chula Vista, this fucking cop. I don't have his name, but this fucking cop tackled with his baton a 14-year-old black girl hanging out in a park after school waiting for her mom to pick her up. You might have been the one who posted it, actually, that I I saw it. (laughs) I posted a news article. I posted a a link to the the protest about it that I couldn't go to because I had to work. And then I posted a... um, 
a link to the article, the news article, yeah. Um, yeah, so this grown-ass man, like, he comes, this girl is just, like, you see the video, and it's shocking. The girl, I mean, I guess it's not shocking, but it's fucking upsetting. This girl <laughs> it's certainly just, upsetting, yeah. Right, this girl's just standing there, and he comes at her, like, at her throat with his, like, his forearm and his baton and takes her to the ground, like, really hard. And she has yeah. not done shit. Like, just, I can't even... What was the police officer's reasoning for it again? So they had said that, so there's a bunch of kids hanging out in the park after school because, you know, God forbid there should be children in a park. And um, I guess the according to one of the kids in the video, the cops drove by and they uh, pretended to throw the football to them and then they threw up a peace sign. And then the cops came back and accused them of throwing up gang signs. Or somebody called the police and said there were gang signs being thrown up. There was like one of those two things happening. But these kids were clearly, they weren't fighting. They weren't doing anything. Like, the girl in the video is not doing anything. She might be yeah. mouthing off to the cop, but whatever, you're allowed to do that. So, yeah. fuck that shit. It's, the video is, the video. if you go right above that, there's a link to the video. It, oh, I see, I see. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, the video is, is gnarly. Yeah. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just a quick side note on that. Sometimes, like, sometimes, like, you just, you can't do, you can't be a person of color and make a hand gesture without white people thinking that it's a gang sign. Yeah. Like one time I was a, uh, I I was taking a picture. I was at a friend's birthday party and I was the only Mexican person there, and like there was one picture where I made a peace sign, like I did the deuces, right? Yeah. I took a picture and then there was another picture where like we took another group picture and I like I crossed my arms and I did hand signs, but I did I did the, I did the hang loose hand sign, you know the the. <laughs> you did the shaka. The shaka, yeah, I did the shaka on one. And then the other one, I did the I did the three logo, you know. No, what's the three? Is logo? this the secret Nazi I symbol? I put up the threes. This was before. It was, oh, this was okay. a year. This was a couple of years okay. ago. It's actually it's oh, actually it's the symbol one. for when you for when you score a three pointer in in um in basketball. Oh, okay. like the OK sign, pretty. The OK sign, yeah. I did the OK sign, which yeah, which apparently like the Nazis are trying to reappropriate. But this was like four years. This was before Trump was elected. This was um, like halfway through the last Obama presidency. Okay. This is pre this is pre fascist America. God. Yeah, this is pre fascist America. <sighs> but yeah, one of the white guys there like he was like, Can't you take a picture without throwing up a gang sign? Oh. And I'm like, you think like I'm throwing up you this? He straight up told me he's like, you can't like resist throwing up gang signs for a picture. I was like <laughs> I was like, you think I'm throwing gang I was like, it was like this is the hang loose logo and this is this is the number three. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I, I guess it's like like a three pointer, you know. But I, like I, I also no, use it. It's also he, a satanic what did he say to thing that? too. Hmm? What did he say when you told him? Is like this isn't a gang sign. He just like he didn't say anything. I was like, dude, this is. I was like, I was like, you can't. I actually called him. I was like, you can't. Like you, I was like, you just can't see a brown person like make hand gestures without thinking it's a gang sign. And I was like, I was like, this is like the hang loose, and this is like this is a three, you know. And I just <laughs> like, and he just people... he just he didn't say anything. He got embarrassed, and like we just started like, talking what? about other stuff. White people already thoroughly appropriated the hang loose sign, you know, so. <laughs> the shaka. Would, yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured yeah, yeah. you would know shaka, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then the other side was the three. It was like, I was doing it as a triple six because it looks like three sixes if you, but still uh-huh. not a gang thing. Still yeah. not a gang sign. You know, it's crazy because it just occurred to me, like, it must be, like, hard to be a person of color who's deaf and uses sign language. Oh my god! Like, oh my god! People just think you're all the time. They just think you're twisting your fingers up. Right, and people already get mad when you're talking and they can't understand you. White people are like real mad about not being able to understand everyone that's speaking around them. So mm-hmm. Exactly, it's yeah. like a whole other layer. Yeah, they can't stand it. Um, and even when oh you think god. you figure out like how how you, even if you think that you figure out how to tell when we're speaking around you, we actually know when you can tell, and we figure out other ways to do it. Yeah, yeah, to speak behind your back. 
just so you know. Manny, did you watch the video? I just yeah, sent it I to you. It. Oh my god, it dude, it's so fucking bad. He tackled her forearm. What? That's what I'm saying. Like, like this, this a black girl. Out. I couldn't it's even. It's a black girl. Yeah, I couldn't a even tell what color she was because she just goes down so she's fast. She's a fucking well, freshman. She's got a Rastafarian backpack, so that was put probably full of you know the weed. Um, the weed, yeah, Rastafarian backpack full of the weed. <laughs> so it only takes one one weed for you to, to you know to go into a seizure. So it was really for her own safety. Jesus. What was the um? Look at that. <laughs> it only takes one weed. What was the um? I still don't understand what even caused it. in Chula Vista, of course. Shout out to Chula. Shout out to Chula. Bunch of fucking whatever. Chuds. Uh, fucking Chula PD. Fuck Chula you. Chuds. Yeah. So so yeah, they they came in response to someone allegedly flashing gang signs. You know, yeah. uh, kids hanging out at the park and. But like you just had to you, you did, did he was he um was he did he think he was tackling her mid gang sign or something? Oh no, he like, said that he felt threatened. Here, I'll pull it up. He said that he felt threatened, and then she's being charged with. He something. felt threatened, so he so threatened that he like charged Dude. like fucking baton first into a into, into a thirteen year old girl. Like that's what you do when you're threatened. That's not what people do when they're threatened. Yeah, and look, she's like she's not reacting to like she's not coming towards him. She's reacting defensively. She's like she puts her arm up like across her body to protect herself. But like she's in no way. Being aggressive to that guy, and even if she was, she's a fucking fourteen-year-old girl. Jesus. Yeah, no, exactly. Right, he's got a backup. Lot of these, um, he's got like weapons. Right, there's backup. a bunch of other cops there. He's not like alone. No, a lot of these, a lot of these fucking cops, you know, they're emboldened to to murder people because they're allowed to. Um, legally, they're allowed to murder people, so they're just emboldened. You know what I mean? And and they know that if they do this shit, like it's they're not gonna get any fucking. Like damage and like think about the type of person who even becomes a fucking cop. You know what I mean? Oh, like, is it's just like somebody who wants to like force their will on other people. You know, a bunch of yeah. fucking chodes who got C's in high school and shit. Um, yeah, it's also just like it's it's like Katie said. This is a fourteen year old girl. Do you really think you can't handle a fourteen year old child? Like. Also, like, like she's yourself. like standing very far away from him. Yeah. Even if she's throwing gang signs at you, he like, like what? He leapt at her. Yeah, he like, had a he had a Superman baton her. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he Superman baton her. Yeah, Jesus. definitely. It's fucking yeah. So the girl in the video is being is arrested for battery on a police officer, which is so fucking ass backwards because he clearly battered her. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, did you? I mean, um, you know, I guess if by battery you mean right? curling up into a ball and covering your head, <laughs> right? That's your definition of battery. Well, you you obviously you guys know about Ferguson, right? Yeah. Do you know about Henry Davis? What city? So Henry Davis was kind of like where the whole Ferguson situation really kind of got started. This man was arrested by the Ferguson PD um, because they thought he was a different person. And then when they found out that he was not the person they were looking for, instead of like, you know, letting him go, they forced him into the jail, into into their jail cell for like a day or something like that, you know, uh, against his will and not breaking a crime. Um, and when he was complaining, they decided to beat the shit out of him. Um, after beating the shit out of him, uh, they, they sent him, they took him to the hospital. So they beat up the shit out of this guy so bad he had to go to the hospital. And, and while in the hospital, he refused treatment until somebody took a picture of him. And because he kept refusing treatment and nobody took a picture of him, the police decided to take him back to jail. And up to this point, he still doesn't have any charges pressed on him. Um, but later He's on, had the shit beat out of him. Yeah, yeah, um, and was arrested with for no reason, you know, because they got the wrong person. Um, and then later on, they did press a charge on him. Would you like to guess the charge? Ooh, ooh, is it battery? No, no. Um, oh, is it it's destruction of property. 
What? Do you want to know what the property was? What? The police officer's uniform, he got blood on them. What? Oh, I did hear about that. I do. (laughs) He really got charged for getting blood on the police officer's uniform? Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, And then later on, he took them to court. That is like some Nazi Germany shit right there. Mm -hmm. Later on, he took them to court. And, you know, they obviously he didn't win. But um, they're the, the same guy who beat the shit out of them. I think he's currently like some kind of government official in Ferguson or something like that. I fucking hate how that's like obviously he didn't win. Like I, I hate how fucking obvious that is because it seems like it should be obviously he did win since he hadn't done literally nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's you know, and I mean, it's just another example of like of the the the, the largest treating people of color differently, like they like it has been since this country was founded. Oh no, I was just telling Sal for context. This dude, this cop, beat up this fucking fourteen year old black girl. I openly defied the police the other day. Oh, I was about to bring. That. I fucking like rode my bike through the trolley station. The cop told me to stop. I was like, no, I'm on the street. I'm not stopping. Kept riding. She straight up said, "Fuck you." Yeah. I said, fuck you to the cops. She didn't say fuck you. I didn't. I was like, no, I'm on the street. I'm not stopping. Kept riding. They pull up in their car with their lights flashing and the sirens going. And and the dude is just like so fucking apologetic to me. He's like, I don't understand why you didn't stop. I I just wanted to give you a warning. What's going on? And and he was being so nice to me. It's just like, yeah, like this. Oh, this fake pseudo niceness is so disgusting when you see the cops doing it like. It's like because I don't, I didn't have to stop. I don't have to take your warning. Why did, why did you do the sirens then? Like, well, the point is he's being pseudo nice though. When if like if this had been like a black teenager doing the same thing, would he have been, would he have been like as gentle with them or as nice or apologetic? And then he, and then he struggled to give you a ticket right. too, didn't he? He didn't even want to give me a ticket. Like he was like, I just, I was just gonna tell you to walk your bike, and you know you can't ride your bike through here. And I was like, yes, I can. I just kept arguing with him, and I was like, I can. I do it every day. Like nobody's ever told me not to. There's no signs posted, and he he was so confused. But also, he was just making me angrier and angrier by being so nice to me because the whole time I'm like, if I was like a black man on a bicycle, you would have fucking been yelling at me and like ordering me to get on the ground and like also probably killing me, like all sorts of yeah, fucking he shit. Was, he was like, let's do the white people thing and yeah. you respect me and I'll talk gently to you Ugh. and give you a warning and let you go and you know we can do the show. Uganda all over again. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So now I have a moral out story is now I have a failure to comply ticket. <laughs> Sick. Because I did not smile and I just wasn't in the fucking mood to like put on my cape of white privilege and be like, okay, officer, whatever. Hmm. What a load of shit. I was pissed. Fuck. Even when he was writing me the ticket, he's like, oh, so you're going to be late for work? Where do you work? And I was like, is that a fucking official police question? <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm just being friendly. And I was like, oh, are we friends now, officer? Like, what the fuck, man? If we're friends, then don't write me a ticket. Yeah, we're not fucking friends. Like, like, well, you don't have to tell me. I was like, I won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Asshole. I'm just so mad. Oh, so gross. But yeah, and here, this is probably, it's probably the same fucking cop. No, it's not. It's the yeah, same cop. It's Chula Vista. It probably like, was. It was that cop. Let's just say it was. Fucking beating up black children. Um, If you want to bring one back, remember um, remember the, the, Mexican, uh, the Mexican workers that went on strike? Real quick, though, before we go, I remember. You motherfucker. I, I, don't, want, I, don't, I don't want you to forget. You wanted to redact something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, and we're here with Katie, the the person who pointed out the redaction. I was just going to bring up the, like, was it super, it was a one or two? It was episode two. two. Episode two, which I, oh, yeah, the worst episode of Soup Boys, in my opinion, of Hot Soup. Hot Soup. 
my least favorite episode of Hot Soup, which was still good. You know, I listened to it and it came out better than I thought it would. I enjoyed it. Shout out to your editing, uh, Wizardry uh, Manny. Yeah. Definitely, like, definitely, you definitely made me sound like much less of an idiot than I felt I said. <laughs> but anyway, I mixed up Gavin Rosdale. I think Rosdale that was like an hour and 30 minute McGinnis. long episode. Huh? Got down to, I think that was like an hour and 30 minute long episode that got down to like 55 minutes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> just because it was like, because the other 40, the other, what, 35 minutes yeah, were just yeah. me just fucking stuttering. Ripping a bong and, like, <laughs> <laughs> and being toasted as fuck. <laughs> So toasted. I've actually been really good right now because Katie's here. So I've been I've been resisting the urge. <laughs> and <laughs> as we all know, she would she would call the cops because she's the, she would call the cops as as the known goody two shoes that she is. Oh, that's not. That's not cool, guys. <laughs> Allegedly, we just started talking about how I hate the fucking no, cops. No, no. Anyway, <laughs> Gavin Rosdale and Gavin McGinnis. I got him mixed up. Gavin Rosdale, lead singer of Bush, and Gavin McGinnis, uh, founder McGinnis. McGinnis. His name is McGinnis. I know because I've heard I've heard him on podcasts. I've seen him on like three or four McKinnis? podcasts. Oh. I've heard him on three or four podcasts, and everyone always says his name is McGinnis, and he's never corrected anybody. It must be McKinnis because it's with a spelled with a C. There's no G. Yeah, weird, oh, weird. Okay. Spelled McKinnis, but like Anyways. I've just I've I've heard his name pronounced by several people on interviews, and they pronounce it McGinnis. Either way, he's not the lead singer of Bush. Is what it sounds like <laughs> to my earwax impacted ears, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, different, two different Gavin. Both, both, <laughs> both white men of about the same age with beards, though. You know, Does so he Gavin Rossdale have a beard now. Um, he's rocked the beard. Who oh, knows that he's got man. a beard at the he moment? He was so hot when I was young. But yeah, like he's, he might not have a beard anymore. I just, I've just seen some pictures of him rocking beards. It just made me laugh out loud when you said it. And it's funny. It's worth. <laughs> it's worth it. So, mm-hmm. so save your emails. You know. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Now and your text messages and your angry text messages, Gavin McGinnis. I mean, Gavin Rosdale. I'm sorry. I wish we. I wish we had enough fans that we don't come after me. I don't want any of that heat. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now with that, he's um, gonna come like grate my face against his abs. Go ahead and go ahead and talk about what you needed to talk about then. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Remember the remember the Mexican workers that went on strike at the steel mill. Yes, I do. Did you get that? Did you see that last story? The the black man who filmed it, the the narrator in that video was actually um he was fired. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I love the title. Got fired. Regrets nothing. Good for you. Dude. Oh yeah, Regrets yeah. I'm like, let me read the the yeah. I should read the news. The 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 headline for the article I read because it is good. It's black man who filmed Latino workers striking is fired from his job. Regrets nothing. <laughs> in the article, I read that they actually offered him like two hundred bucks to take the video down, like the disrespect of two hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Like, oh. Two hundred and fifty. It says, yeah. After initially being offered two hundred fifty dollars to take it down, he said it was at one point one million views on Facebook at that point, so there was nothing I could do. Yeah. He also made it clear that he has no regrets about filming the display of worker solidarity. The video is funny or whatever, but people love seeing people come together like that. That's why it's so viral because everybody wants that deep down. He told the magazine. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to unionize. The only reason we don't is because America's done such an amazing job at brainwashing the American population into thinking that unions are a bad thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like um, the only thing you got to lose is your chains, comrade. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And it, it says a little bit more here. According to the thirty-year-old welder, the Latino workers had an issue with a white safety coordinator who would constantly harass them, always messing with them, taking pictures and videos, and trying to get them fired. He was just a racist, basically. Always messing with anybody who was not white, Dangerfield said. Mm-hmm. So basically, yeah, it was probably he was probably that guy was just up to his typical bullshit that day, messing with the Latinos like he liked to. He probably um tried to get two of them fired and succeeded, and that's what that's what caused yeah, the strike. That's what I read. He got like two or three of them fired. 
And I think he, I also read somewhere that he made like threats about ice or some shit like oh, that as well. Oh, fuck that. That's yeah. a, you know, that's great though, because that video doesn't, the original video doesn't say why they fired the original people. So you kind of are yeah. like, well, what, what happened there? Yeah, you know, yeah. I was always confused at what happened, but yeah, it's nice. And I totally believe it. I totally believe it. Oh, he he says course. that the workers all were scared of him and they had to work to avoid him. Jeez. Yeah. This reminds me of this one Yakubian like, manager I had when I worked at the Smoking Goat, that then of racism. Um, in San Diego, California. Don't go there. Fuck you, smoking goat. <laughs> Fuck you, smoking goat. Yeah, for sure. Um, we had we had this one manager named Mike who um, he would just constantly like harass the the dishwashing staff. At the end of the day, he'd be like pressuring them and harassing them to like hurry up and do their work faster so he could like go home. You know. But it's like, my Instead guy, you're the helping. fucking manager of a restaurant. This is the fucking job you signed up for. You know, you want to make you want to make a bunch of money working at a fine di- dining restaurant. You're going to have to wait for like the Mexicans you hired to finish watching the dishes and, and just like fucking let them do their thing. You know, these people are like breaking their fucking backs, working all day for probably like a tenth of the money you're going to make. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? If you want them to go faster, then roll your fucking sleeves up and help them wash the dishes, homie. Exactly, dude. I worked as a dishwasher for a total of three months, and that shit sucks. You know it's what the I mean? worst <laughs> job in the world. It's, it's the worst fucking... It's the hard, those... But I probably also got paid way more than any of the Mexicans in your restaurants, too. I got paid like 10 euros an hour. That's like... How much How much is that in American? It's more than $10. But what's the minimum wage in California? Aren't $11.50 we at like eleven fifty? But still, dude, I wouldn't do that job for eleven fifty, man. No, no, definitely, Those, the, definitely not. But yeah, yeah, the dishwasher is eleven forty-five. So fucking hard, man. And yeah, it's hot. Hard as fuck. It's hot back there, and it's gross. Like you're doing dirty dishes. It's disgusting. Like that's a fucking hard job. This was a, yeah. Leave. This was with a broken machine too. You don't leave till oh the machine was broken. The neck guy has no fucking excuse, dude. Like, oh, well, I mean, he would do that all the time. No but at before. this point, it happened with a broken machine. When the machine broke, we actually like the cooks. We felt bad, and we actually like started helping them, helping them with the dishes too. Like they would wash them, and we started putting everything away for them just to like help them get through it because it was just so much of a workload, you know. Yeah, with the broken machine, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get done anytime soon. You know what I mean? Like yeah, and I actually I actually done. talked to the manager. I told him I was like, "Are you trying to get Joaquin to hurry up?" And he to when I t- when I brought it up to him, he was like, "Oh no, I don't know." Like, what are you talking about? He's like. Because Joaquin feels that you put a lot of pressure on him. And I was like, and I'm just like, like that's a lot of work that they're doing. You know, it's not washing the dishes is really hard labor and it's just going to take long. And like, he's just naturally going to be the last guy to leave because the, the last thing that's going to happen is the dishes getting washed. You know, we got to clean the kitchen. And after we're done cleaning the kitchen, all the shit that we took out of the kitchen is going to end up in the dish pit. Yep. Exactly. You're not going to have everything in the dish pit until the kitchen is done. Yeah, and you can't go home until the kitchen is clean. Yeah, so. fuck the yeah. smoking goat. That makes me really angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I love the dishwashers, man. Yeah, no, the, dish, the dishwasher is like the restaurant for real. Probably one of the most important members, you know, arguably. Yeah, but absolutely next and to the next to the cooks, you know. Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes I have to go back there and be like, "Hey, I'm so sorry, but I like I really need forks," and they just fucking throw some forks together. They do it right there, you know. Like they're so fucking helpful and sweet. Like fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, the people who are washing dishes are always at the bottom of the food chain as far as, like, a restaurant goes and even as, like, socioeconomically and sometimes even as an immigrant status. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. People would take advantage of them, too, at the smoking goat. I remember the, the back of the house staff, the dishwashing and janitorial staff would always bring food for themselves and they would cook family meal. Mm-hmm. And they would share with us. You know, they would share with anybody, but, like, what people didn't notice is, like, they brought all that stuff at their own expense, you know? They brought their own food, they cooked their own ingredients, 
And then the other people, the owner, Fred, that piece of shit, he would just like help himself to their food. The chefs, all the white front of the house staff would just be eating the food. None of them ever contributed or pitched in. The rest of us, all of us, like all of us that spoke Spanish in the kitchen, we kind of like figured it out at one point. We were like, oh shit, these guys are bringing all their own food. So we actually just, we either like stopped eating their food or started contributing, you know? I started bringing stuff for them to cook too. Mm. And then we started cooking for them too. But do you think any of the front of the house staff ever reciprocated or brought us some food? No, they probably never even thought about it. They just probably thought they deserved it, you know? Yeah, there was actually this one tradition where on like really heavy days, like Valentine's days or grad nights or whatever, when the restaurant was really busy, the servers would get $50 tips. You know, each of the servers would give $50 to the, um, not the servers, the, 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 the dishwashers would get 50 bucks from each of the yeah. servers. All the servers would pull 50 bucks from their tips. And mind you, this is like a restaurant where the servers make like $300 like on a normal yeah, yeah. night. Wait, wait, $50 from each server or mm-hmm. $50 total? $50 from each server. Oh, okay. But there's only like three servers at a time. Oh, okay. There's never more than four servers there. Oh, okay. And there's like, so, and there's like, on a really busy night, there's going to be at least like three or four dishwashers. So each of them gets like an extra 50 bucks at the end of the day okay. on a fucking hell night, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On those crazy fucking nights. Yeah, this one server, her name's Wendy. I don't give a fuck. I'll say your name. Wendy works at the Smoking Goat. She um <laughs> she was the too, first Wendy. one that started. Yeah, she was the first one that started um refusing to uh to give the uh the back of the house her fifty dollar tip, and that caused the rest of the other servers to stop giving the back of the house fifty dollar tips on Hell Night on nights when they made probably close to seven hundred dollars in tips. Yeah. Wait, they're making that much of the Smoking Goat? Smoking Goat is like fine that yeah, Smoking Goat is fucking. <laughs> oh, they hire Smoking Goat no. is expensive. <laughs> This is like not every night, but yeah, this is like this. This is also according to like this is what my chef was saying because he's the one that knows the. Maybe he was exaggerating, but like you know, even if he's exaggerating by two hundred dollars, like making five hundred dollars in tips on a night is also not bad, right? Well, fuck you, Wendy. Fuck yeah. you. Fuck you so hard. Fuck all of you. Mm-hmm. Entitled bitch. Yeah, fuck man. That oh, that makes me real mad. I always tip the fucking cooks. I'm like mm-hmm. it's such bullshit. Makes me so mad. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, man. You can't you can't change the culture, I guess. You got You can only try. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can do what you can do. Like whenever I train anyone, I'm like, tip the cooks. Like it's not that hard. It's not that much. It's like a really nobody small nobody told her that she was being a total bitch about right, by doing like, this. Like, um, everyone did, but she was like, I don't care. Okay. Cool. I guess no. I mean, none of the servers, none of the none of the back of the house said anything. You know, they all just hate her. And then all the other servers, like I'm sure they were fucking happy to keep their fifty bucks. Yeah. And follow suit. No one like shamed her into it, you know. I wouldn't have stopped doing it if I was like if I was one of those servers, but that's just me. I have a yeah. moral compass. Right. <laughs> yeah, these guys working their ass off that still don't get paid more or less. Yeah, I mean when I was working as a dishwasher in like Germany, I mean over here, like like I would always be the last one to leave and like nobody would ever help me and um for a while like they even expected me to stay past my uh my work because we didn't have a we didn't have a clock you know to clock in punch in and punch out mm. and i just started walking out like i was like nah, like i'm not gonna stay here and wash dishes like past my allotted time you know what i mean <laughs> um but, but did uh, they not want to pay you past it like they were like they were like we just want you to finish but we're gonna only pay you for the hours that you're supposed to that you're scheduled to work their english was not good enough and my german was not good enough to really even discuss this but my other friend, my, my, my Mexican buddy that I told you about, um, he he's still working there. Um, he's still washing dishes. He told him, like, straight up, like, hey, I don't mind staying here all night to wash dishes, but you got to pay me for it. And apparently they installed a clock to, like, monitor how much time it takes. You know what I mean? 
Oh, okay, well that's good. Wait, they so they yeah. didn't have time clocks before? Like people just show up for work and then leave and like it's, it's like an honor system? Like how does that exactly. work? Exactly. Exactly. Just like that. Yeah, it was really stupid. The whole the whole the whole kitchen is run kind of, the whole the whole restaurant's run kind of You should stupid, also see this restaurant's quote unquote Mexican menu too, if you wanna like just go into the ridiculousness of this spot. <laughs> it was garbage. Oh. Yeah. It was a Mexican restaurant and it was like I, I, we can't even go into. We don't have enough time to talk about it tonight, today. Yeah, this, this is the kind of Mexican food that Tucker, Tucker Carlson would uh, have a wet dream about. <laughs> come in his pants. Yeah, he would come in his pants, looking at all at these uh, nacho cheese enchiladas, motherfucker. Either of you got something else to throw in? Um, yeah, I got, I got a bunch of things in my notes. Remember, did you see, um, did you see that, um, that post that Donald Trump wrote about, um, when he had all the bikers over? Did you see the bikers for Trump? Oh, the one with like, you can see the picture of the guy with the double S's tattooed on his arm and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump is all proud of bikers, like, um, bikers. He, he's posted a tweet about all the bikers that came to support him. And then this is juxtaposed with a picture of a, of a biker wearing a, a bikers for Trump vest. And then right on his forearm... Uh, he's got like the the SS logo, like just prominently displayed, just tattooed on his uh, on his forearm. Oh yeah, I no, saw that. Bicep. And people were like, maybe it's a kiss tattoo. What? <laughs> yeah, you didn't With see that. With the K and the I missing. Well, that yeah. part's kind of obscured, but the the thing next to it is definitely curved. It's not an I. But people are like, maybe that's a kiss tattoo. It's bro. the double Nazi. Bolt. It's definitely fucking SS. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no. I mean, like Nazi um, symbolism is pretty pro- is pretty prominent in like one percent biker culture to begin with you know what mm-hmm. i mean like so that's like definitely not a kiss fucking tattoo like, so well because when all those guys go to jail they're the white dudes in prison and the white dudes in prison have to be nazis you know so it's just, it's normal that it's just gonna be it's just gonna be rampant in their culture well and how many fucking mm-hmm. like biker dudes do you know that are in a glam rock <laughs> i feel like biker dudes like, like glam rock i feel like really like, i don't know like the makeup like kiss? and the glitter and shit like i don't know i think nah, is I kiss even considered yeah i guess kiss is a glam rock band but i feel like I feel like Kiss is just Kiss is just like a general like sexist racist rock band that you know that's this classic American rock is band. Kiss that racist? Love. Um, yeah, they gotta be. You know, just like, <laughs> just look at Gene men, Simmons. So, like, they're racist in the way that they're like they're definitely like they're definitely inherently racist. They're old and have money, and they <laughs> they were prominent in that time, and they're white. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, Trump's a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> like he can't be like. Uh, yeah, the fact that he like tweets Fox and Friends, you know, tweets he ats Fox and Friends, you know. Oh, what I mean? does he? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't follow the, oh yeah, he totally tweets. I don't, tweets know. Them, I don't yeah. follow Jim. You know, I used to is. follow Donald Trump on Twitter, but it, just to know what the fuck is going on. But at one point, it was just too much. Like I can't. No, there's I no can't. need. There's no need to even follow him, man. Yeah. So the quote was: "Hundreds of bikers for Trump just joined me at Bedminster. Quite a scene. Great people who truly love our country." And then, like, yeah, there you can see the. The SS tattoo? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The, something I can throw in on this, um, continuing forward with fascism. Uh, <laughs> this this one guy, uh, at Still Gray on Twitter, posted, George Orwell would not have supported Antifa at Prison Planet. Takes Mike Stuckerberry to school with real history. Um, and another person responded, you mean the Orwell who literally traveled to Spain in order to kill fascists? That Orwell? <laughs> yeah, right. He, yeah, yeah. He joined the, he joined the, he joined the Spanish, like, uh, the Spanish, um, anarchist, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. He was, he was it was like a mixture of the anarchist, anarchist, Spain. <laughs> anarchist communist, 
Yeah, anarchist, communist, and, and he was like not even like a foot soldier. He was like a sergeant at arms or some shit like that. And he wrote a book about it. People just love to. People just love to like. No, I mean, like white people like to reappropriate even our own, even our own icons. You know, it's like every once in a while, you always. It just reminds me of um, whenever there's a protest of, of with civil disobedience. Um, you see the you see the the, the conservative pundits always try to bring up how Martin Luther King wouldn't approve of civil disobedience oh. or or of violence or or of or of white mod or of calling someone a white moderatism, you know, or of disapproving white moderatism. Mm-hmm. When like Martin Luther King literally there is footage of him literally marching down a freeway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not like it, just once either. Though. Yeah, like- doing the exact same thing <laughs> that people always um compl- always say that he wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Literally just social disobedience and like having whole speeches against the the white moderate, you know what I mean, or moderates in general. Mm-hmm. People just like to twist their own history and just and and add their own um their own um beliefs to to the to the to icons that aren't even around to to defend themselves anymore. Not just twist history, but like straight up lie. You know what I mean? Right. Like pull out facts and 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 well, pull out opinion and claim them as facts. You know what I mean? It's the, I mean, it's it, it's the same thing, like, with all the arguments that Katie had with what's-his-face, you know what I mean? It's just, like, instead of bu- busting off, uh, sure, I don't with know. Edwin instead Douchebag of, Decker? Gar- garbage human Edwin Decker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just busting out opinions and claiming them as facts, you know what I mean? Man, if he ever listens to this, he's going to feel really bad. He's not. Fuck you, Edwin. Hey Edwin. Hey Edwin. Fuck you, you fucking coward. <laughs> like, if you got a problem, you can tell me to my face. Oh my god! I would. Lo- I almost got a beer with him because I'm like, I would love to see you say all this shit to my face. Yeah, exactly. Some people. Then like, you would have married him. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been very romantic. It would probably would have been like a WWE themed wedding. Yeah, you're younger than him, right? He's older than you, right? <laughs> Significantly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably would have been all about it, um, because uh, nobody his age likes him. <laughs> yeah, true that. No, he's got plenty of people his age that like him. I think, unfortunately. Oh, mm, dude, you see that. his ex-wife jumped in the thread to defend him? She defended him? Oh, yeah, oh, his ex-wife God. was on there. like, And then his girlfriend was on there calling me. His girl, his girlfriend was on there, and she's like, my wish for you and your friends is that you read some really great literature to compare it to. And I was like, I would never insult great literature by comparing it to this garbage column. Yeah, was she, was she <laughs> suggesting that, like, that, that her, that, that he, that he, that his work counts as great literature? Right. Like, you're just not familiar enough with good, good work writing. to recognize yeah. it when yes. you see it? Is yes. that what she that was saying? That is what she was suggesting. And oh also, just assuming that my friends and I are, like, uneducated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your boyfriend mm. that gets paid $15 an article for, like, writing bullshit for City uh. Beat. Yeah, it's definitely great literature. Mm. Nobody maybe if you read some more scarlet letter and uh and and moby dick you would be you would be able to understand this, this you just said you don't like scarlet letter manny yeah but I'm, I'm i'm saying that this person probably thinks that the scarlet letter is great literature right. oh yeah true that how right. do you feel about the scarlet letter kitty you do a lot of reading um i haven't read for it. an uneducated person <laughs> Sorry. uh self-educated no i haven't read it for a long time so i don't know if i can like i haven't read it since like just out of high school so i don't know if i can everyone read it in high school that. huh yeah it's like well, manny I mean, was talking about that earlier what yeah. did you think about it in high school katie um I Did just, you think it was boring and that you didn't want to read it? And did it make you dislike books? Well, so I read it voluntarily because, again, I stopped going to high school when I was, like, 15. So, But I, I read, like, the entire honors reading list um, mm-hmm. just because. Um, but I remember thinking that it was just kind of bullshit. Like, I didn't understand why the priest, like, didn't, like, I was just, like, kind of angry the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. but, I mean, I guess that's what it is. Well, the whole, it's, like, the upsetting. Whole sto- it's a whole... <laughs> 
it's the whole thing is pretty obvious too that the priest is the is the, is the situation i guess too right and it um, reminded me of like agnes of god uh which i think is by george bernard shaw but it's like about a nun that gets pregnant by a priest and then like but it's like a whole i was just like what the fuck is up with these like it made me mad at the catholic church because or like the you know because priests should be allowed to get married and have sex and then they wouldn't be fucking like children well, did, hopefully did you do you know how that rule came about uh well i know that i know that it says in the bible that if you can if you can if you're called to celibacy then you should remain celibate but if you're not then you should get married and i my understanding was that the catholics just twisted that like way fucking out of context and was well, like, what yeah. happened what happened with the catholic church was that um they didn't want popes to like have children because then it might turn into like a, a birth thing like oh i have oh, I got a son yeah, now yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the pope Weird. so they made it so that all priests couldn't get married so that was like the so you result. can't have your son take over your position that's why so it's not even about that why as least, a failsafe for nepotism god at least i thought exactly. they were taking that verse out of context but it's not <laughs> no, even that no they don't hi- even care I, no high up uh, religious person in my opinion is actually religious, you know what I mean? Like, especially one of these motherfuckers trying to be the Pope, you know? Well, the Pope is not a real. It's not a biblical position. Like, it's it's made. No, up it's a made up. It's, so... it's a made up nonsense position made by humans. Right. Yeah. Didn't it's... it? Wasn't it even the news recently too? Now, since we're talking about this, didn't a bunch of like? Wasn't there just a big scandal that was in the news about a bunch of priests uh, getting outed for a. Uh, Having like a child um, prostitution ring going oh, on, didn't, yeah. that just, didn't they just get busted? Well, not prostitution, so. but they like a victim is, and they were giving not, yeah, them not like, prostitution, yeah, because there was yeah. no money. So, and, yeah, but they were giving them gold crosses to like identify the victim, so that other priests would know that they were vulnerable. A ring, yeah, a ring of priests who were grooming children yeah. for abuse. Yeah. Recently fucking disgusting busted. and also totally not shocking at all. You know what I mean? Google it. <laughs> Seems pretty yeah. regular. Yeah, but like disgusting. I, I mean, if you're even that religious, like, like if you're really that religious, like you should know that Jesus would totally would totally hate everything about like the church. You know what I mean? What it's become and shit like that. You know? Yeah. Jesus was very anti-establishment. I feel. Yeah, exactly, not dude. Only, he was. He said himself, like, like the the whore. I don't know if he used the word whore, but the. The prostitute and like the home and the poor man are more likely to get through get to heaven than the rich man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And all of these priests uh, have so much fucking money. It's like it's not even funny. You know, like not not alone these not alone these priests, but the Catholic Church in general. No, I mean all all religious uh, like organizations that are making all this money hand over fist and not paying taxes and like it's not, none of it is real. Like none of the shit. I I personally have a huge beef with the Rock Church in San Diego. Oh um, yeah. Shout out Fuck to Miles McPherson. Fuck you. Um, I was raised very religiously and uh, I feel fortunate that I was able to like separate you know, the good parts of religion, like the actual message of like, love your neighbor and like, take care of the poor and all that stuff from uh, the dogma that I was raised in as a Southern Baptist. And so I kept the good parts and a lot of people are just like, no, fuck that. Everything's terrible. I hate it. But I feel like I got a good balance. Um, but Miles McPherson and The Rock, they fucking got politically involved in Prop 8. They're like campaigning and shit. Like if you're doing that, you're not a church anymore. You're a political organization. And, and you should fuck be paying you. taxes. You should be paying taxes. And also, and this is what really pissed me off. I have um, a person that is one of my brother's friends that I went to church with that was having some like personal problems. He was going to jail uh, for some fucked up shit. And his wife was trying to get a job at the church because she had not been working and her husband was going to jail. And they'd been going to that church like marriage boot camp to try to fix their marriage from this fucked up shit that he'd done. And um, 
she she was like, hey, just to let you know, this is what happened. This is why my husband's going to jail. They not only did not hire her, but they sent him a letter from the church, like a, like a form letter, which means they do this all the time, saying that he was not welcome in their church anymore. Mm. And like, I don't give a fuck what you did. I really don't. Anything. This is church. You, you don't get to tell people that they're not welcome in God's house. If that's your philosophy, if you're a Christian and that's your church, you don't get to tell people that they can't come to church. Yeah, exactly. Like what? The, and they had a form letter, which means they just like fucking tell people they can't come to church all the goddamn time. Mm-hmm. Like you can say we don't feel safe having you unescorted on our campus. We're going to have someone meet you in the parking lot and then like escort you to church. And that's going to be like your buddy system. Like what? Do whatever you need to do. But like you don't get to fucking tell people they're not welcome in church. Like. Fuck you, Miles McPherson. Fuck you, The Rock Church. Especially like a, a convict, you know what I mean? Like, if anything, they're the people who need church, quote unquote, the most. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Someone who's clearly uh, done something wrong. And the wife was like, yeah, we've been going to this boot camp. It's really been helping. Like, we feel a lot better about this. And for him to be like, oh, no. Yeah, you can't come here anymore. Before we go, shout out to Social Distortion for uh, beating the Let's shit out of Nazis. Let's talk about that next week, too, definitely. Because we can talk about beating up Nazis next week. We Let's can have just... a long conversation. But yeah, shout out to Mike Ness for beating up a Nazi at his concert. Oh, always talk about beating up yeah. Nazis. Oh, yeah, Jules is here. Hi, hi Jules. <laughs> sexy beast? And so is David. Say hi, David. Hello, hi. Hi, Hello. hi, David. David, who Hello. plays bass in our theme song. Is that Julian making fun of David? And David, yeah. <laughs> right on. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our anger for this week. I uh, hope you had a good time listening to it. If you want to get a hold of me, my name is Manny Grins on Instagram and Twitter. That's M-A-N-N-Y-G-R-I-N-Z. I'm Sakasal and Chef Sakasal on Instagram. Sakasal Pie on Twitter. And you Katie, do you have Instagram any... Or anything? Nah, fucking don't get a hold of me, man. All right. Uh, okay, Katie cool. doesn't want you to get a hold of me. <laughs> right on. Uh, if you want to reach the podcast, you can hit us up uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Hot Soup Boys. Or you can email us at hotsoupboys at gmail.com. You can also send us a voicemail on the Anchor app. That is anchor.fm forward slash hotsoup. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Peace Thanks out. Thanks for having me, guys. That was fun. It's been emotional.